The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Thank you for being here. All day long, we'll get you to where you need to go with traffic and weather together every six minutes on the fives. That does not work. I did it, did it again, didn't I? It's every five minutes on the sixes. There you go. So, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. I got so many different numbers in my head, <laughs> names of shows. I don't know where I am or what I'm supposed to be doing here, but uh, we'll see if we can get through it together. How are you holding up? Because this is day three of your five. Yeah, pretty day well marathon. so far. Mm-hmm. Pretty well. Good. You know. It's, when you get to the uh, news and why it matters, uh-huh. show number twelve of the day, yeah, <laughs> that's where the fatigue fatigue starts to be kicking, or the fatigue, or the fatigue. I mean, it, it might be maybe it's kick kicking in. in right now. <laughs> <laughs> maybe just maybe that's one little sign. Uh-huh. Keep an eye on him, y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gonna get fun. As Glenn was saying to, when I was sick a few weeks ago with the kidney stuff, could die at any minute. That's true. Could happen at any time. So. <laughs> You just never know. So that's why you'll want to keep it tuned here from noon to 3 Eastern today. Yes, sir. TheBlazeRadio.com. That's right. <laughs> uh, President Trump is talking about the greatest scandal to ever hit American society, Spygate, which is the FBI sending a spy into the Trump campaign and uh, reporting back to, I don't, I don't know who, uh, the, the Obama administration maybe or whatever. Now there's... No proof of that or even evidence so far, but if it turns out to be true, would it be the biggest scandal in American history? I don't know. I don't, we've had some pretty big scandals in American history. But Fox News and uh, Donald Trump are pushing that narrative uh, and, and how awful the deep state is, the criminal deep spa- state who uh, invented the Russian scam. Uh, we'll keep an eye on that. Be interesting to see if they ever, if any of this ever proves out. This whole investigation with Mueller is just, uh tired of it. Stop. Just stop. There is no Russian collusion with the administration. I don't believe. I, and I don't know anybody who does believe that Trump colluded with the Russians during the campaign. Uh, also, this is a fascinating story to me. A uh, Spanish galleon that was... Filled with gold and silver and other jewels. It sank to the bottom of the Caribbean off the coast of Colombia uh, more than 300 years ago. Apparently it had a little incident uh, with British with the British Navy and it went down. And uh, it was a 62-gun, three-masted galleon. It went down at June 8th, 1708 with 600 people on board. It uh, has aboard it $17 billion worth of treasure. Wow. $17 billion. So you can imagine, with all that money at stake, there's a little controversy over to whom that belongs. Does it belong to Spain? Because apparently that's where the riches came from. Does it belong to Colombia, who apparently, in part 
found the wreckage and knows the exact site, and they won't even say. They won't tell anybody, and I don't blame them. Wow. Yeah, we're not telling you where it is. Right. Finders keepers. Yeah. Man. It's international waters, is it not? Uh-huh. <laughs> and so they found this wreckage uh, three years ago. They still haven't reclaimed the stuff. The gold and silver and the emeralds are still at the bottom of the ocean. And... Uh, and there's a big battle now over who gets that. Do we know how they found it? Like how they stumbled mm-hmm. upon it? It wasn't like they were just... Uh, they were just looking for the... They knew the wreck happened okay, somewhere so in the area. so they were looking for yeah, it. Yeah, they were okay. looking for it. Yeah. Mm. And so it's been um, partially sediment covered, as you could imagine, after 300 some years. But because of improved HD cameras and all that, they saw the outline of the cannons. There's 62 of them. Awesome. Yeah, really cool story. Um, And really amazing that they were able to find this. So it is, of course, the subject now of legal battles between a bunch of different nations and a lot of private companies who claim to have been part of the salvage team that found it. UNESCO, the UN uh, Cultural Agency, called on Colombia... Hey, don't commercially exploit this rack. Uh-huh. Yeah, this this all belongs to the world. You know, this should be a UN finding. Uh, no. No. And I think they're going to find that Columbia will tell them no as well. I mean, if that, they're the ones that wanted to go look for it and take the time and resources. Exactly. I'm sorry. Else it would just be sitting there and nobody would have any idea. Finders keepers. Right. And after 300 years, even if it came from Spain, <laughs> yeah. can Spain still lay claim to yeah, that? How many governments right. have, have transferred power? and Hundreds, probably. Stop it. So I love this story. And I, and I love even more that Colombia is playing it cool, playing it smart. Yeah, and they, will not, they refuse to tell anybody the exact location. I don't blame them. I mean, 17 billion, that's a lot, especially to a country like Colombia. Right. And to all these private companies, to private individuals, sheesh. You know, Spain's probably got some spies watching every port. No doubt about sure it. Making sure Colombia isn't going out there and just taking mm-hmm. it a little bit at a time. And I'm sure Colombia, every time they go out looking for this place, uh, and somebody's there, you go, hey, you going out looking for the treasure? Nope. <laughs> nope. What's all that equipment then on board? Uh, we just heard there was a lot of carp out there, and we're, we're, we're going to come back with a big load of carp. Carp, aren't they freshwater fish? Yeah, exactly. That's why we're. That's why we got all the equipment so yeah, we can. It's an experiment. We're gonna put them all in this mm-hmm. in this big net, and then we're gonna take them to a freshwater lake uh, later on. So they yeah. might have a better excuse. <laughs> but as the boat pulls up, you can just see the Colombians be like looking over their shoulder. Anybody see any bo- any other boats out there? <laughs> Uh, so we'll keep an eye on this because that's wow. a fascinating story. It is. You know, you see things like national treasure and you think, uh-huh. yeah, this, come on, that's not going to happen. There's no buried treasure like that. And then well, this sunken ship yeah, I with mean, all this treasure, it's not buried, but, but it is sunk. Think of the stuff we've just discovered lately um, in, the, in the margins of the Constitution on a trick we learned from national treasure that's with right. the lemon juice and the hairdryer. Exactly right. right. So, that's where you see the invisible ink that they used. Right. <laughs> <clears throat> Good point. Thank you. The latest, uh, by the way, the latest search for the Malaysian airline flight 370, that that went down without a trace. Was it four years ago? More than four years ago, yeah. My. March of 2014. Gosh. That's just amazing. They're finally calling off the search. 
Oh, oh, they're giving up? Yeah. Okay. Malaysia signed a no-cure, no-fee agreement with uh, Texas-based Ocean Infinity to resume the hunt for the plane a year after the official search was called off. And now they're apparently calling this one off, too. Malaysian, yeah. Malaysian Airlines flight vanished on March 8th, 2014. So, yeah, like four years and... Two or three months here while flying from Kuala Lumpur to Beijing, 239 people on board. The search has not turned up anything. Mm. Uh, there will be no more extensions. It can't continue forever, they said. Let's wait until May 29th and then we'll de- decide how to proceed. Okay, so next Tuesday? They've yes. got till Tuesday to find this plane. Yeah. That is so another effort. To find it after they stopped all the other official efforts mm-hmm. after three years last year. Then they picked it up again and they still haven't found anything. So they're like, okay, uh, it's got to stop sometime. In this day and age, in the year 2018, it's mind boggling to think that they can't find any trace of that, of that plane. And I know the ocean's a really big place. I get that. But look at the technology we have. Look at the imaging we have uh, resources at at our disposal here to find these things let's see so they found let's see they fa- they have found a few i think they found bits things. and pieces yeah. but nothing that would conclude what happened to it or where it ended up yeah uh, and it's amazing that around the bits and pieces you don't find the rest of it yeah really something else so apart from the right stabilizer and right wing. Uh, they found the whole right they, wing of it? Well, no, parts parts of it that they oh, think okay. are from that plane. But nothing conclusive. I mean, just fascinating. Man. Really amazing. Hmm. Wow. I mean, who would have thought we, we would have found what had happened to Amelia Earhart before we found out what happened to this Malaysian Airlines flight? Right. Because that's exactly what happened. Right. Yeah. Uh, hmm. She died, by the way. She, what? If you didn't hear that. Yeah. Oh, a little that- quick update on... Uh, on uh, on her, she's she not, she died. No, she's a queen on some island that she no, conquered. She's, or she's gone. We lost her. Okay, we lost Amelia, uh, and apparently her navigator. They're both dead. Dang it! I thought we'd find them alive, you know, on some island, maybe as a queen and and a king, self appointed perhaps. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, no, I mean it didn't happen that long ago. If you ask Jeffy, he he says it happened. <laughs> it happened yesterday. In the scope of his oldness, uh-huh. it's like uh, it's like yesterday. It's frankly like yesterday. just like mm-hmm. yesterday. Um, coming up, we're going to share what ICE, the ICE director who is facing uh, some questions from Congress people uh, at another hearing on immigration. Thomas Holman is the uh, director of ICE, and he was he was being questioned by Congresswoman uh, Nanette Berrigan. We're going to share that with you because finally somebody spoke up for themselves. Somebody spoke up and and said what needed to be said to someone who is harping on them about being anti-immigrant and racist and how disgusting and despicable uh, ICE is and this effort is to protect our country from people we don't know. Share that with you coming up. I think it's one of the feel-good stories of the day. It sounds like it. Also, Kim Davis. Now, Kim Davis is the woman who refused to issue a uh, a wedding license.
to a gay couple. Remember that a few years ago? Because it was against her religion. She didn't think she could do that. And so she even spent five days in jail as a result. So she survived that scandal. And uh, she's still Rowan County clerk in Kentucky. She's up for re-election. And one of the gay men that she refused the license to ran against her. Mm. And she beat him. Despite the fact that he raised... A lot of money to run against her. Keep in mind, it's a it's a county clerk position. I'm sure it's all local money too. Yeah, right. They even mention in the story <laughs> uh, that it came in from 48 states, in, and one of them, of course, California, where the Hollywood idiots were all pouring money into uh, his campaign to beat Kim Davis. So she he, she raised zero dollars. She spent on her campaign zero dollars. And she ran and, and beat this guy in the primary. Wow. Uh, that's kind of a cool story. Didn't even have to buy poster board nope. magic markers at Walmart? <laughs> nope. Wow. Pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, in a video from uh, September 1st, 2015, uh, this gay man and his partner, his name is Ermold, and his partner is David Moore, they confronted Davis at her office in a crowd of uh, news media. Moore pled for an explanation from Davis, saying, I pay your salary. I pay you to discriminate against me right now. That's what I'm paying for. Would you do this to an interaction couple? To which I would say, um, I, I don't know. What's an, so what's what's an interaction couple? Yeah, what is that? I feel like Have you ever heard the term interaction couple? What's an interaction couple? Is this a typo? Is this interracial couple he's trying to say? Or? I don't I don't know. I'm going to look it up, though. Yeah. Would you do this to a man and a woman? No. Well, no, because that, that wouldn't violate her religious principles. Anyway, they eventually did get a license from somebody somewhere, and they they got married, and then one of them ran against her and lost. Fascinating story. Triple Eight. Uh, 933.93. Let me tell you about Ridge Zone. If you've been struggling to lose weight, uh, or maybe you've lost some weight and, and it's hard to keep it off because you just want to go back to your old habits. I know that's what I want to do. And once you hit a certain age, it's an even tougher struggle, but there is help. It's called Ridge Zone. And with proper diet and exercise, Ridge Zone helps you lose weight and, more importantly, helps you keep it off it, because it's safe, it's natural. And it's FDA acknowledged. Riduzone was created by a local company here that took the good stuff in olive oil and created a patented product that contains OEA. OEA has been shown in studies to boost your metabolism and it reduces appetite. So once you've lost weight or when you're trying to lose weight and you all you want all you can think of is, geez, I want a cheeseburger. <laughs> oh my gosh, I want a bowl of ice cream. <laughs> you take the Riduzone. It suppresses your appetite, and so you're not thinking about that all day. It's a huge help. And it boosts your metabolism, so you're burning fat. Order at RidUZone.com, enter the promo code PAT, and you'll get 30% off a three-month supply. RidUZone.com, promo code PAT, 30% off. It's time to make this happen. Go to RidUZone.com. You're listening to Pat Gray Unleashed. Follow Pat on Twitter at Pat Unleashed and send him your thoughts using the hashtag TellPat. The Blaze Radio Network. 
the father of the Santa Fe murderer speaking out yesterday. And I guess, you know, he's he's the guy's dad. So you probably expect this. But uh, he told the Wall Street Journal that his son was a good boy and that bullying was likely behind the cold, calculated execution of 10 people. He said his son had been mistreated at school. I believe that's what was behind the massacre, he said. He said that his life as a Greek immigrant in the United States has been pleasant up to this point. Uh, He left his village in northern Greece when he was 12. This country treated us well, he said. I worked hard and became a ship owner. I had three ships, which I sold. Now our lives are shattered. He said his son was the pillar of the family. He never got into a fight with anyone. I don't know what happened. I hope... God helps me and my family understand we're all devastated. Would have been better if he shot me than all those kids. Uh, Wow. He did go and see his son after. He said he couldn't couldn't look me in the eyes. He's confused. Can't remember what happened. Said he wants to apologize to his sisters. Hmm. Uh, A good boy... Mm, good boys don't murder 10 people in uh, in high schools. But uh, apparently, he's buying into the, uh, the fact that he was bullied as well. So, I don't know if he knew that before or if that was a surprise to him. Perhaps some intervention by somebody somewhere would have been appropriate in this case. And in so many cases. But we don't, we don't intervene. We just... We let these things uh, fester until they explode, and then we blame the gun. And that's what happens in every single case. Speaking of uh, gun control and that effort, Michael Bloomberg was speaking out at a big conference. Michael Bloomberg is uh, perhaps one of the biggest gun control nuts in this country. He has a group called uh what is that group called like every town or something usa every yeah. town usa like that. and he puts pressure on mayors all over the country to uh institute gun control and they and they're working at a local level trying to circumvent the constitution that way and it's been kind of effective so far well yesterday he was talking about taxation and he's talking about controlling people's lives This is what we're up against with this guy. This is one of the most dangerous people in America because he's a billionaire and he's an activist and he has thrown a lot of money around and he is trying desperately, admittedly, I mean, listen to this and and try to think if you've ever encountered anybody who is this clear about trying to control people's lives some people say well taxes are regressive but in this case yes they are that's the good Mm -hmm. thing about them because the problem is in people that don't have a lot of money and Mm -hmm. so higher taxes should have a bigger impact on their behavior and how they deal with themselves right so i listen to people saying oh we don't want to tax the poor no, well, we do. We want the poor to live longer. Right. So that they can get an education and enjoy life. Is that great? He wants you to live longer. He's trying to help you. You're just too stupid. 
You're so stupid, you don't know what's good for you. That's why we have to turn to our overlord, Michael Bloomberg. He knows what's best for us. We don't. We don't. We're just silly little people. Not like him. He's got all that wisdom and knowledge, and he knows what harms your body and what's going to kill you. What's going to kill you? Well, soda, for one thing. Stop drinking soda. I wish Stu was here today, because... You talk about a soda advocate. <laughs> It'd be fun to pit the biggest soda advocate on this planet, Stu Bergier, against the biggest soda detractor, oh, that's Michael what we're gonna Bloomberg. Because okay, that's not the phrase I was going with <laughs> describing Michael Bloomberg as biggest the biggest... a-hole, what? the biggest overlord, the biggest socialist. Okay, we'll go with those. Yeah. And, and that's what why you do want to do uh-huh. exactly what a lot of people say you don't want to do. Oh, The okay. question is, yeah. do you want to pander to those people or, or do you want to get them to live longer? Get them to... It, read, make them... Live longer and make them force them the way you want them to live. Yeah, screw freedom. He's like, no, you can live. It's just going to be my my rules. This is one of the clearest uh, speeches about the lack of freedom and and a guy who doesn't care about people's freedom I've ever heard. I don't know if I've ever heard an American so blatant in his desire to control people's lives. This is astounding. And there's just no question. If you raise taxes on full sugary drinks, for example, they Great. will drink less. And there's just no uh-huh. question that full sugar drinks are one of the major contributors to obesity. And obesity is one of the major contributors to heart disease and cancer and a variety mm-hmm. of other things. Mm. Well, look, at if people want to drink full sugary drinks, though, that's up to them. And if they want to have an occasional soda that has full sugar in it, then they can do that and and do that without it causing obesity or cancer or anything else. If you do things in moderation, but here's the main point, none of that is any of his freaking business. Who are you to tell these people what they should be drinking and what they shouldn't be drinking and that you're just trying to save their life and they're too stupid to understand that? So I'm going to tax you so much on that can of soda that you can't afford to buy it. Wow. Can I put salt on my french fries? No. Oh. No. Nope. Not in New York. Remember when they took salt away from New Yorkers? <sighs> it wasn't going to be available in restaurants? Well, they finally, I mean, there was such an outcry, even in New York, that they had to stop that as, almost as soon as they instituted it. Madness. This guy's amazing. So, it's like saying, uh-huh. I don't want to stop using coal because coal uh-huh. miners will go out of work. Hmm. Well, we'll lose their jobs. We have a lot of soldiers in the United States and the U.S. Army, but we don't want to go start a war just to give them something to do. Hmm. And that's exactly what you're saying when you say, well, let's keep coal killing people because we don't want coal miners to lose their jobs. The truth of the matter is there aren't very many coal miners left anyways, Uh and we can find other things for them to do. But the comparison is a life Uh or a job. Or or a job. Or taxes or or life. Which do you want to do? Take your poison. (laughs) It's a false premise, of course, because it's not taxes or life. You can live anyway, even if you drink soda and you're not taxed. But how much do you want Michael Bloomberg to be in control of your diet? Wow. I mean, I, you should want that a lot because he cares about you and, and your life. And he's going to extend your life if you would just listen to him.
Stop being so stupid and make your own making your own choices? No, you got to let Michael Bloomberg make your choices for you. And tax you right out of existence. 888-900-3393. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray. The Blaze Radio Network. Mm-hmm. On the Blaze Radio Network. All right, let me tell you though first about uh, iTarget Pro. If you have a firearm, you want to become proficient with it, and uh, you don't want to have to spend a fortune on ammunition to become proficient with it. That's where iTarget Pro has revolutionized getting good with your gun. It's revolutionized home firearm training because now you can train inside your home because iTarget uses your gun. And a smartphone with their app. And then a laser in place of the bullet. So you're firing a laser at a target. And the laser tells you exactly, it detects where your shots have landed. It's just, it's an awesome system. Uh, you got to try this out. So now you can practice your home defense where it matters most right there in your home. Without bullets flying through your walls. It's safe. It's inexpensive. It's awesome. And it's awesome. Right now, you can save 10% too when you use the offer code PAT when you purchase the iTarget Pro system. Save money, save time, and become really good. Take your skill to the next level safely and effectively in the comfort of your own home. The letter I, TargetPro.com, offer code PAT, iTargetPro.com. 888 and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter from Toby. Uh, next Tuesday, Starbucks is closed for sensitivity training, and the Malaysian f- flight investigation may end. Oh. Coincidence? <laughs> I think not, Toby. I think you're onto something right there. Yep. Uh, GD Chapel, Mister Prolific. <laughs> Only governments and Jeffy could lose something 300 years ago. <laughs> Barely look for it, and still feel entitled to it when someone else finds it. <laughs> That's a great point. Uh, from Mike, uh, have you all heard the mysterious voicemail sent out, believed to be from the black box of of uh, Malaysian Flight 370? Hashtag conspiracy theory. I have not. <laughs> I have not heard it. Have we uh, looked we, that up on Snopes? Yeah, and it said false. Well, because they didn't find the black box, did they? And I don't think they have the black box, so how would you hear a voicemail from the black box? Fair point. But uh, then there's other stuff. There's creepy military-coded voicemail message sent to random phones. Uh, this I don't know. Any of them true? Is... Any of them from, you know, good sources? What, you mean just I'll bet some... there's some great conspiracy theories on that because oh. there can't help but be. After four years and we haven't found, we barely found a trace of the plane... A lot of people think it was abducted by aliens and it's just gone from this planet. Yeah, and that whole black box thing was some recording or something said they're not human. It's good stuff. I mean, we've got... Yeah, that's good. When, when do we see the movie on this? With whatever theory, maybe alternate endings? 
Like it could be the whole movie, yeah. you know, for two hours or whatever, and then this weird ending, and then boom, and then another weird ending. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're on to something. Let's get on this. I like it. I like it. Might be too soon, though. I think people might say, for a real incident like that where a couple hundred people lost their lives, a little too soon. When could you do that? Maybe May 30th. <laughs> the day after the search ends. No, sorry. Okay, so one week from today, you can you can get away with the movie. Yeah. You think so? Okay. Yeah, yeah, we'll start pre All right. Now. <laughs> All right, some really sad news for uh, Donald Trump. This is, uh, this is heart-wrenching. Robert De Niro has banned him from his restaurants. <laughs> he will not allow Donald Trump at any Nobu restaurant. I didn't even, first of all, I've never heard of Nobu. Mm-hmm. Even though there's a Nobu in Dallas, never heard of it. And I didn't know that uh, Robert De Niro was part owner of that. Interesting. Hmm. So Donald Trump may not eat at Nobu. I, I hope this hasn't, you know, th- this will screw him up for his entire day. Can you imagine now he tries to go about his presidential duties with this on his mind? Will he be able to function? I don't know. I doubt it. He also said, and if he walked into any restaurant anywhere and I was there, I'd walk out. Oh, no. Now, how do you think Donald feels? That's got to be so difficult to take. So, wait a minute. Mm, boy. So, I'm the mm-hmm. president of the United States. Yeah. I can order any kind of food I want from the greatest chefs. I can hire mm-hmm. whoever to make my food. Mm-hmm. But I'm banned from the nearest <laughs> restaurant. Yeah. Can you imagine oh. the horror of that? I mean, I'd wow. better, I better change the whole itinerary of the president and everything now. He's probably at the White House. I would I would uh, hazard a guess that there's one of the best chefs in the country at the White House working sure. for him. And so he doesn't even have to leave home to get, you know, incredible delicacies brought right to his bedroom. So maybe that takes a little bit of the sting <laughs> out of not being able to go into Robert De Niro's I mean, it restaurant. might. It might. It might. It might. But, I mean, that is a rebuke right there. Yes, oh, it is. boy, how do you live with yourself after that? Also, uh, health workers fighting Ebola in the Democratic Republic of Congo have run into a little bit of a problem because some people are refusing medical care and they're going to preachers and, and prayers to chase away the threat of a curse that is the result of evil spirits. They think that the... That Ebola is a curse from evil spirits. Mm. The pastor of an evangelical church last Wednesday died several days after he prayed for an Ebola victim who went to him for help. Some sick people believe that the Ebola epidemic comes from sorcery. So they refuse to be treated and uh, go to these uh, pastors instead to pray about it, which... You know, praying about it certainly isn't bad, but I think you might be counseled to do everything you can and pray. Yeah, maybe you go to the doctor and you pray. But out of 51 cases of Ebola so far in the Congo, uh, already 27 people have died. Mm. One superstition that's become prevalent is believing that Ebola began as a curse on those who ate stolen meat. Apparently a wild animal was hunted in the countryside and uh, some of the meat was stolen. And so they were, cor- they were cursed. I think these people need to go back to their Stevie wonder library. 
realize that superstition ain't the way. Okay? Superstition. Don't don't get caught up in that. And don't steal meat. And don't and don't steal meat. To other people. Because then it'll, you know, maybe you avoid the curse in the first place if you don't steal meat. Is that possible? I think so. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, we talked a little bit about this on uh, on Glenn's show. Uh, Tommy Laren and her brunch on Sunday with her mom. I think this is really sad. And look again, I'm probably not the biggest Tommy Laren fan in the country. Probably, you know. I mean, probably not. Did we have a great experience with her? Is uh, you know, but nobody deserves this. You go to you go out to brunch with your mom, and an angry horde of other customers start screaming obscenities at you, throwing uh, their drinks on you, and spitting on you. And that's acceptable now, I guess, with these leftists. New America really is. What kind of douchebag sees somebody with whom they disagree because they, they've seen her on TV before a few times and they think, okay, here's my chance uh, to really make a statement and you throw a, your drink on her when she's standing there with her mom. Kind of a despicable douchebag are you? A really big despicable douchebag, that's what kind. Then on Twitter, because Twitter is so abhorrent, uh... They're all writing, hey, whoever that guy is, it cussed her out. I hope you're having an amazing day. That was awesome. Uh, whoever threw this drink at Tommy Laren, thank you. And then they post a picture of it. Good heavens. Really? Because she's what? A fan of Donald Trump. You think it's okay to throw your drink on her, on her or to spit at her or to yell obscenities. Where is the Me Too movement on this? <laughs> That's a really good question. Just wondering. It, 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 does not apply? No. No, it doesn't. No, because she's well, on the she's, right side of the spectrum. Okay, right, right. So therefore, it does not. Uh, conservative females don't have any right to be respected or treated decently, I guess. This is just amazing from, from the people who are all inclusive, who are all tolerant. Oh, we'll tolerate anything. Well, except conservative values. We, we can't tolerate that. <laughs> because you wouldn't want to tolerate someone who believes in small government. I no, mean, whoa, you can't. whoa. No. That's where as a society we draw the line and you can go for it. Attack. Someone who believes that the Constitution is worth upholding. Oh, come on. Oof. No, we can't tolerate that. Get him out. Get out. <laughs> I mean, of course, homosexuality is wonderful. That's great. Uh, transgenderism is wonderful. But That's you want great. a balanced budget? <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> Get you out of this society. What kind of slut are you? Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's strange. It's, it's just unbelievable. It's truly unbelievable. And yet we see it every day. Our society has, this is the what we've uh, disintegrated toward, it is just this kind of upheaval in, in our uh, civilization. That's why we talk about it all the time. Well, how do we come together? I don't know. Can we? We we try desperately to come together on certain issues, and that what that's what Glenn's been looking for is somebody on the left side of the spectrum 
that is willing to just sit down and talk like decent human beings. And can we agree on a few things? Can we agree on freedom of speech? Can we agree that you shouldn't throw your drink on somebody you disagree with at a restaurant when you see him with their mom? Can we agree on that? Can we agree that you shouldn't call her names because you disagree with her? I think we can agree on those things with, with some people, but apparently not in Minneapolis, Minnesota. I mean, that is, that's just despicable. It's interesting, too, because uh, there's a story about somebody on the very extreme left coming together with the president, who's somewhat in the middle, I would suppose. But at least they've come together on this prison bill. Van Jones and Donald Trump have agreed on the prison reform bill. And uh, Van Jones was on TV on CNN talking about that. And before we get into the serious discussion here, I would like to replay for you the greeting you received by President Trump. Mm -hmm. I also want to thank Van Jones, primarily because he constantly says such nice things about me. (laughs) He did. He did. That's why. Every once in a while, right? Every once in a while. He did. He's, hey... He actually has on occasion. Not too often, but I'll tell you what, though, it does feel good. <laughs> so, Van, as you yourself have noted, you are left of Pluto. So why yes. is someone left of Pluto sitting next to Jared Kushner being praised by the president? He, he's so, so far left of Pluto that he's a uh, revolutionary communist. Let's not forget that. Okay, He's a revolutionary communist. Who doesn't get drinks thrown at him by the right, by the way. The, yes. There's never been a single instance as far as I know. Well, I tell you, it was a surreal moment, um, and, and it came as a result of, of, of real consideration. Uh, as you know, and as the president pointed out, I'm tough on this White House. If you give me 100 issues on 99 issues, I've been beating them up hard uh, because I'm for human rights, I'm for immigrant rights, I'm for trans rights, I'm for the environment. But And presumably we're all against human yes, rights. Thank you. We're all against <laughs> immigrants, all of that stuff. I had to come to a decision. If I'm if on 99 issues, I'm against you. But on one issue, mm-hmm. uh, someone like Jared Kushner, whose dad went to prison, wants to do something. And on that one issue, it would help women who are being brutalized in prison. It would get 4,000 federal prisoners home. It would give people the opportunity to come home earlier if they're earning their way home earlier. If you could actually do something to help somebody, do you just mm-hmm. do nothing? Uh, because you don't like them on 99 other issues. Okay, so actually came together with Van Jones on something. How about that? Now, let's come together on, hey, don't treat people like crap if you see them out in, uh, out in public. How about that? Uh, which is something we apparently don't have to tell the right, because like you mentioned, I- I've never seen that from somebody on the right treating somebody on the left like that. And if they did, we'd be the first person to say, what are you doing? Absolutely. Uh, Let me tell you about another great product that um, I have really, I've married it pretty hard. I I love Field of Greens from Brickhouse Nutrition. Use it every day. Um, Took me a while to to give it a try, but I finally did because uh, I don't get any vegetables in my diet. And this provides a full serving of organic fruits and vegetables, prebiotic, probiotic, boost your immune system has antioxidant power. I get a lot of... It seems like I just have more energy, too, since I've started using this. Get less tired during the course of the day. Uh, So what you do is you just take one scoop and put it into eight ounces of water. Flavors that drink. It makes it taste really good. Or you can put it into a shake or a smoothie of some kind. It's just really easy. 
and it tastes great. And then you've got vegetables in your life without having to sit down to a meal of kale or quinoa or green beans or spinach. Ugh. Go to BrickHousePat.com. Try Field of Greens today, and you can get 10% off a month's supply when you use the offer code PAT. BrickHousePat.com. That's BrickHousePat.com. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight, nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. Angel Angela Bassett, Claire Foy, Maggie Gyllenhaal, Elizabeth Moss, Thandi Newton, and Sandra O oh have unloaded on the power of producing uh, of on-screen nudity, male and female. Learning to say no to the better than better late than never push for gender pay parity. Uh, the Hollywood Reporter's annual drama actress roundtable conversation was mostly about pay parity. These actresses are insisting now that they get paid exactly the same amount of money as their male counterparts. And if they're doing the same and they're same level of star and, you know, there's a lot of factors that go into this. I'm all about it. Uh, but it was disclosed Claire Foy is one of the stars of of the Netflix series Crown. Have you ever seen The Crown? No, I haven't either. Nope. Uh, don't watch that, but it's I, I think it's pretty popular on Netflix. And a producer stated that uh, Claire Foy, who has played Queen Elizabeth on the series for two seasons, was paid less than her male co-star Matt Smith. Now Matt Smith is a pretty big star. He he was uh, Doctor. Uh, just flew right out of my head. Mm. Doctor Who, <laughs> Doctor Who, <laughs> on the British television okay. series Doctor Who. Oh, so okay. he played Doctor Who for I don't know six years or something, seven years, and is widely beloved and is a, I'm sure a big draw for any series or movie that can get him. Is Claire Foy on the same level as Matt Smith? I don't know. I, not to me. I've never heard of Claire Foy. I don't know who Claire Foy is. Mm-mm. I couldn't pick Claire Foy out of a lineup. I can pick Matt, Matt Smith out of a lineup. There is something to, hey, uh, Matt Smith and his participation in this show is more valuable than Claire Foy and her contribution to this show. Now, if you get Angelina Jolie, maybe she makes more than Matt Smith because she's higher profile. She's a bigger level star. She's an A-list actress. There's more that goes into this besides what sort of genitalia you have. But um, going forward, the producer of The Crown says no one gets paid more than the Queen. So, Claire Foy, I guess, 
has to make the same as Matt Smith, even though he's a bigger star. Everybody knows who he is. And not everybody knows who Claire Foy is. But this admission of the producer ignited a big outroar, and it was quickly followed by an apology. Um, But the saga was not without a silver lining. HBO stars Thandie Newton, who's in Westworld. Maggie Gyllenhaal is in The Deuce, which I've never seen. They quickly saw their own salaries boosted to match their male counterparts. And if it's deserved, that's one thing. I'm all about it. If it's not deserved, then can we stop with this madness? I <sighs> There is more that goes into this. I mean, I think I've told the story before. Um, I've kind of been involved in something like this. When I was in uh, Salt Lake City, after having left Glenn back east we had uh, done our shows in baltimore and washington dc and connecticut and then uh we wanted to move back west glenn didn't so we left and went back to salt lake city and then uh this opportunity came up uh, to do a morning show in houston texas and i was contacted by the by the houston station and we talked for a month or so about you know negotiating and all of that and it was decided that I was going to come down and do the morning show. Now, the person who uh, was doing the morning show at that particular time was a woman who had very little experience. It was decided, and she was told she would be my producer when I got there because she had never had experience hosting a show by herself before. They had just fired the previous host, And uh, now she was just kind of holding down the fort until the next person who turned out to be me came. And so I went down to Houston. We started working. She was the producer. She had uh, minimal input in the show. And uh, it it lasted about three weeks and she quit. A year later, she filed a lawsuit. a, A gender discrimination lawsuit. Because I was making more money than her. was the host of the show and it was agreed upon from the very beginning and you were the producer the host always makes more than sorry keith but the, what? the host whoa yeah, what in the I world because this is hitting me in a couple places yeah right right i jumped in you jumped in and took her place bailed. you did yes i started getting up at you know two in the morning right a little exaggeration mm-hmm. uh after working afternoons where I could sleep in, but no, no. I had to fill in. And then, right. I, and then it turns out I was having so much fun with you. I just stayed with you and mm-hmm. I didn't realize that in Houston, you're telling me yeah. and here you mm-hmm. make more money than me. Is that amazing? I know that's, <laughs> and I don't blame you. You should be walking out right now. You should. Later. <laughs> so she, she sued clear channel. For I don't know how much. I think it was a seven-figure lawsuit. Uh, and, it, you know, it's ridiculous. It's insanity. Sometimes it has more to do than just with gender. It has to do with experience, know-how. You know, I've been doing it for 30 years at that point. There's a lot to, that goes into why people make the money they make. But we're supposed to throw all of that out the window and just demand that every woman make as much as every man and every man make the same as every woman. 
okay. But you're going to find some problems with that world. I guarantee it. 888-900-3393. More Packer Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Thank you for being here with us. 888-900-3393. Last week, the massive music streaming company Spotify announced something wondrous. So great. They announced that they will clamp down on hate content. Thank you, Spotify. Thank you. Because I can't avoid it if you don't keep it from me. I gravitate right toward it if you're not in there taking it away and and controlling our choices. Yeah, I think you have you. a hate magnet inside of you. Yeah, and I'd have a whole right hate content playlist. <laughs> I'd have playlist after playlist of songs filled with hate. But since you only love hate-filled songs uh-huh do you have like one long ad nauseum playlist or do you have like hate one no, hate I've, two hate three yeah okay. i label them separately okay. uh because i've got different groups to hate you know and so uh i kind of separate them that way but Spotify's looking out for you yeah but spotify is making it real easy for me so they're removing the the hate content you might think well who decides fortunately they're working with some terrific organizations that help them uh the company announced we do not tolerate hate content on spotify and they defined hate content as content that expressly and principally promotes advocates or incites hatred or violence against a group or individual based on characteristics including race religion gender identity, sex, ethnicity, nationality, sexual orientation, veteran status, or disability. That's, I mean, who would want to listen to any of that hate? No one. Nope. Well, except for me, because I love the hate stuff, and that's what I gravitate toward until they take it off. Yeah, you need like a a Michael Bloomberg of your music (laughs) category. Yes, somebody who controls my choices. Uh Somebody who controls my life. Um, if you taxed all of these things, like Michael Bloomberg is suggesting on soda and other products, if you taxed the hate songs so much that I couldn't afford them, that would be helpful too. You, that's how it? you know how much hates in those songs and right? the lyrics and stuff. By how much they cost. You just charge more for I the really hate content. I really hope Spotify is not listening right now. <laughs> Good grief. They, somebody's going to do this. This is great. Mm, is uh, so, uh, ne- they've... They have redefined hate speech to mean speech I happen to disagree with, essentially. And they've uh, teamed up with some great organizations, as I mentioned. Mm -hmm. To help us identify hate content, we have partnered with rights advocacy groups, including, right at the top, the Southern Poverty Law Center. Oh. The most radical 
left-wing, hideous group, maybe in the country. Yeah, uh, I know. This is the group that mm-hmm. that labels David Barton a terrorist. It's 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 sick. It really is. I was looking at uh, their website, the Southern Poverty Law Center. Some of the things they said about our buddy David Barton. Listen to this. Just hold on a second. Uh, what a terrorist he is. Yeah. Well, I how dangerous this. he is. This is part of their case against David Barton. Or good. They okay. say. Barton still retains some influence, but only in the most extreme and uneducated segments of the Christian right. Okay. Well, they're right about that. Um, only stupid people would, would right. believe the things uh, David Barton says. I mean, who wants to Because you know what he does? What's he you do? know what this guy does? What does he do? <laughs> oh, no. He actually advocates for the United States Constitution. <laughs> Wait, you, whoa, 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 whoa. We can't be joking. And he believes in Jesus. Stop, you, know, you can't joke about this Two stuff. things. Are you serious? Right there that... Can't I mean we can't tolerate that? You talk about hate. You're talking about a guy mm-hmm. who advocates for the United States Constitution and yeah. is a Christian. <laughs> <laughs> Check this out. Hold on. All right. He started wall builders. This David Barton cat, this right. terrorist guy. Yeah, he did. It's a, a multi-purpose propaganda machine promoting Barton's view that the United States was founded as a Christian nation. Wow. Only our founding fathers believed that, too. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, hold on, there's more. And therefore ought to be ruled by biblical principles. Oh, Oh, boy. What a zealot. To hate, man. What a zealot. Holy cow. So that's why he's labeled a a terrorist from the Southern Poverty Law Center. Mm. Also involved uh, with Spotify, the Anti-Defamation League. Color of Change. That's a good one. That's a great one. I mean, next thing you know, you'll have people from Color of Change getting praised by the Republican President of the United States. But uh-huh. I digress. Continue. Please. <laughs> Showing up for racial justice or surge. Glad. Muslim advocates. And the International Network Against Cyber Hate. Um, wow. So, so a good, a good across the spectrum... Uh, yeah, groups. Um, yes, these across decisions. the spectrum. I would say from let's say from far left, far left to slightly far left, more than far left. Oh, so, so extreme. Okay, let's say that goes all this. the way from like communist groups, okay, all the way to socialist groups. All right, and that's quite a spectrum right there. <laughs> that's that's quite a range of advocacy. So Color of Change partners with Black Lives Matter. And they spearheaded boycotts against Bill O'Reilly, somebody named Glenn Beck. Hmm? They boycotted Trump's inauguration. Surge is dedicated to fighting white supremacy, removing Confederate statues and supporting the anti-Trump resistance. Glad, of course, is the LGBTQ activist group that attacks the Trump administration on a daily basis, even though he is the most gay-friendly president ever elected in our country. Mm-hmm. Muslim Advocates is joined with groups like the Council on American-Islamic Relations or CARE, which is a non-indicted co-conspirator in a terrorist case here in uh, the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Uh, they... Uh, also partnered, of course, with the International Network Against Cyber Hate. They have a broad mission, but they've partnered with 
the Southern Poverty Law Center, so you know how far left they are. Uh, you know, the Southern Poverty Law Center, probably the worst group on this list. I mean, oh yeah, they're unbelievable. Unbelievable. And so just to recap, these are the groups that Spotify is leaning on to help define hate so they can get those songs um, out of your range of choices uh, for your little membership there. Isn't that handy? So this is why uh, I will, you know, I was just starting to think, too. I should probably get on Spotify finally. You know, I use um, Pandora all the time, and, and everybody tells me Spotify is better. And I was just thinking, yeah, I should get, eh, nope, it saved me that hassle. I'm not, uh, not, not going to have to worry about not going to have to worry about that now. Yeah. Spotify will not be part of my uh, app choices. Mm-hmm. So if you're if you're watching the Blaze TV right now, what we have is a political spectrum. This is this is really all the way from communism advanced. to socialism. Yes, yeah, something along mm-hmm. those lines. Yes, okay. and so what we've done here is you've got the right mm-hmm. and the left. Yeah, and then you've got this area right here are the groups that Spotify is leaning on to make those decisions mm-hmm. for you. That's great. That's uh, maybe the this is the anti defamation league maybe right here okay. and then uh, yeah. everybody else is left of that. Yep, left of Pluto, <laughs> if you will. It's interesting with even with the ADL though they have labeled uh, Glenn anti-Semitic. Are you kidding me? I swear. I... Or, <laughs> it's so frustrating. <laughs> Seriously, color or change? That's Van Jones Group. Mm-hmm. Van Jones co-founded uh, Color of Change. Just, again, to give you an idea of who is controlling the hate speech on Spotify and the hate music. Jeez. Uh, will any of these groups censor rappers and the N-word? No, I, I would hazard a guess no. I'll be really surprised if they do. If any of the rappers... Uh, get singled out because of hate speech, I will be blown away. But we'll keep an eye on that because uh, this is going to be interesting to see what is qualified, what qualifies as hate speech to these groups and Spotify. And so what's going to happen is one day you're going to open up your Spotify app Mm -hmm. and there's going to be this little disclaimer. Hey, thanks for auto updating your Spotify app. We have made a few changes that we think will help uh, make this world a better place. And you'll open up your library and like half your songs will be gone because what? Mm. Because be- anything. Because they're hateful. Because of anything they, that they mm-hmm. deem inappropriate for you to consume. Right. I mean, if you want the Southern Poverty Law Center to be determining what music you listen to, <laughs> yeah, you're welcome to that. But uh, not me. No, thank you. I think I'll take a pass on the Spotify thing. Uh, you know... This is one of the reasons why people have uh, people on the right have fought against the hate crimes so so hard because you don't know what's in somebody's heart to be hating. What do you mean hate? You you can't commit a crime with love, can you? How many crimes are committed with love or tenderness? <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're committing crimes of tenderness. We can't have that. Well, of course, uh, all all crimes that are violent probably are done with some measure of hate or dislike or uh, some sort of negative emotion. But you can't judge what's in people's hearts. You don't know. Uh, so then to take that and apply it to to musical choices, dangerous stuff. Yeah, it's just getting completely out of control 
And uh, frankly, nobody seems to care. Nobody's bothered by it. So we'll just continue to go down this road happily, merrily, joyfully, watching it all go right down the stinking drain. Oh, it's such a great world. Isn't it, though? It's so, And it makes sense, too. And speaking of uh, apps, a uh, story from The Economist about how heavy use of social media is linked to mental illness. <laughs> Do you buy into this? That's uh, <laughs> chicken and the egg, man. I think we're already screwed up with or without apps. Last week uh, was media. Mental Health Awareness Week. It was a campaign mm. run by the Mental Health Foundation. Okay, it's good. Uh, roughly a quarter of British adults have been diagnosed at some point. Oh, well, they're British, so. With a psychiatric disorder. A flaw I, in their premise. Then. I'll bet it's getting close to that, if not above that, in the United States. I, just about everybody you run into is on some form of medication for something, right? I mean. Just about. Uh, but it costs the economy an estimated 4.5% of GDP per year. Such illnesses may have many causes, but a growing body of research demonstrates that in young people, they're linked with heavy consumption of social media. It's making our kids depressed. Uh, They believe that Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter have detrimental effects on our kids' well-being. If you believe that too, it might be time to just, I don't know, pay attention to how much time they're spending on... All of these apps. And there's a chart that accompanies the story. <coughs> Facebook, I guess, is the worst at uh, causing you to lose sleep. Um, let's okay. see here. Ah. Facebook causes a loss of sleep? Yeah, right there on the chart there. Oh, right here? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It'd be better that you do this because I can barely breathe at this moment for some reason. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, uh sleep. Okay, so you got this chart, right? You see the darker red there? Negative yes. impact on sleep. Basically, so the darkest the one is Facebook. And well, the yeah. darker, the worse it is, the yeah. more negative it is. So a social media in general, whether it's Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, or Twitter. But they all cause a lack of sleep. Right, right. Sleep. Lack of sleep, fear of missing out, bullying, body image, anxiety, depression, loneliness. All of those are the negative effects that, that you experience at varying degrees. We'll, we'll, we'll tweet this out uh, at Pat Unleash shortly. It's interesting that Twitter uh, ranks better than the other mm-hmm. apps, the uh, uh, the other social media well, on you're bullying. Mr. Yeah, you're Mr. Twitter, so I, you should know I, this at the back yeah, of your hand. I know. You don't need a study. I know. <clears throat> Still, I'm kind of surprised. They all cause a certain amount of anxiety, and uh, there's a certain amount of depression, apparently, that goes with it. But them. look at the positives that you get with social media. Real-world relationships. Awareness of people's health. What? I don't know. What? Hold on. It gets so if, I, if I'm if i on Facebook and Twitter a lot, I'll be aware of people's health? I guess so. All right. Community building. Uh, emotional support. I'll get emotional support on Facebook? Yeah, I think. You know, you find people that you agree with. That, you know. All right. And then self-identity and self-expression. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are apparently positive outcomes of the... Uh, wow. But that's a real mixed bag. And there's some serious negative effects According to this study, anyway. 888 More Pat Gray Unleashed is uh, inevitable. inevitable. Yeah. yeah, see, I got it, it that time. It is, you did. <laughs> um, hey, if you uh, are a big user of, of uh, chapstick, of lip balm, like Keith is, mm-hmm. like my wife is, 
I've got a great product for you, and it's called Balm Shot Lip Balm. Not only is this a great product, and not only is the container uh, in a form of a shotgun shell, it's going to drive your liberal friends <laughs> out of their minds, but it also has functionality. It is the best. You put it in your pocket, it's not going to wind up a gooey mess in your pocket at the end of the day. Plus, Wayne, who is the founder of Balm Shot Lip Balm, he survived lip cancer, and his wife sur- survived uh, breast cancer. And so they decided to donate the proceeds from the sales of Pure Pink and Pink Camo varieties of Bomb Shot Lip Balm to pay for mammograms and breast cancer screenings for women that don't have health insurance. Really, really cool thing to do. Uh, And so not only are you buying a great lip balm, but the sales help uninsured women uh, with their cancer screenings. And just for listeners of this show, we've got a very special offer for you. Go to balmshot.com. Use the promo code PAT. When you order a two-pack, you get an extra one for free. Similarly, if you order a four-pack, you get an extra one for free. Or a six-pack, you'll get an extra one for free. All the shipping is free within uh, the United States. It's a great American, um, American-made product and company, and it helps women fight breast cancer. What more do you want? Balmshot.com. Promo code PAT. B-A-L-M-S-H-O-T.com. That's Balmshot.com. This is Pat Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray is here. On the Blaze Radio Network. Hi. Traffic and weather together all day. Just a quick reminder, every four minutes on the threes uh, today and uh, tomorrow it's every five minutes on the fours. Why We're just you... mixing it up a little bit so that uh, we make sure we get traffic and weather together then for people everybody. people don't know when to tune in to get the traffic and weather. Well, today it's every four minutes on the threes and then tomorrow every five minutes on the fours. So that's all you have to remember. It's just that easy. <laughs> it's just that easy. That easy. Fuzzy math. <laughs> uh, Tennessee Governor Bill Haslam <clears throat> will not veto a bill banning sanctuary cities in his state, allowing the proposal to become law, setting up a potential protest, and uh, probably some legal cha- challenges as well. He said he didn't want to prolong the debate by vetoing the bill, saying a veto would likely lead to a special session or reconsidering the measure in early 2019. I think the best thing for the state to do with this decision is to move on from it. The bill in question is House Bill 2315, which prohibits state and local government entities uh, from adopting sanctuary policies. What's wrong with that? You're saying you're going to follow the law. Uh, how could that be problematic or controversial in any way? Uh, let me introduce you to 2018 America. Oh, uh, that's right. That's <laughs> right. Where nothing makes sense. Oh. Oh. Really amazing. I mean, it's obviously uh, a smart bill, a good bill, but you know the haters are going to come out and start screaming about racism, xenophobia, uh, discrimination, blah, blah, blah. Look, we're... We're going by U.S. law. Yeah. That's what we're doing. We're upholding the law. 
I think the biggest shock here is we currently have a president that is upholding that. And these states don't want to fight these legal challenges mm-hmm. of, over people that can't vote. I hesitate to say that because, I don't know, in some places they are. Oh, probably. <laughs> I think in a lot of places but they probably are. But I think that's what are. it is. It's like, well, look, we don't want to bump heads with Trump and, and yeah. the federal immigration stuff. So let's yeah. just not even fight them. Well, yesterday there was a, there was a hearing and uh, Thomas Homan, who is the uh, director of ICE, was testifying and uh, so was one of the, the uh, border officials. And Congresswoman Nanette Berrigan, she's from California, she's from the Los Angeles area, and she's berating these guys about them being anti-immigrant and hateful. And uh, why are you treating these people the way you're treating? And she's sick and tired of it. And then finally, the ICE director says this. Can I respond to the, the, the speech I was made? Absolutely. First of all, no one on this panel is anti-immigrant. We're law enforcement officers enforcing law that you all enacted. <laughs> nice. So to sit there and say that we're anti-immigrants is wrong. We are enforcing laws. If you think Thank it's you. okay to enter this country illegally and they shouldn't be arrested, that's just wrong. That the laws clearly state and you enter the country legally is a crime. And no one's up here saying all criminal, all illegal aliens are criminals. A certain percentage mm-hmm. of them are criminals. They, they commit right. yet another offense after they're here. So I've said many times, I certainly understand the plight of these people, and I feel bad for some of these people, but I have a job to do. I have to enforce law and uphold the oath that I took to enact the laws enacted by you, Congress. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean... That tastes good. Unbelievable. That's... <laughs> yes, thank you. Finally, someone said it. It's like hearing heavenly angels... When somebody actually stands up for themselves in law enforcement mm-hmm. and says, I'm enforcing the law, you morons enacted. Yep. Okay, we've got laws in this country. You can't cross illegally. I'm enforcing those laws and you're berating me for it as a U.S. congressperson? Shut up. And I'm not saying, and she, she tried to make it as if he was saying, that all immigrants are criminals. They weren't saying that. They said, you know, that we do have a certain amount of MS-13 gang members that cross the border. Uh, we've got terrorists crossing the border. We've got drug dealers crossing the border. And yes, at the same time, we also have family members who are looking for better life. Uh, but for him not to just sit there and take it? Yeah. Oh. I think the only thing missing. Man. Was a hashtag, mm. put that in your pipe. Yeah, right. Congresswoman. Right. <laughs> uh, Mike in Washington, you're on uh, the blaze. Hi. Hello. Hey. Yeah, I was. I was. I just wanted to com- make a comment on the Spotify thing. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. I've been a musician for 40, 45 years, and I just think it's, I mean, it's up to the musicians, I think, to have a little moral code. You don't say hate, 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 kill, kill, kill. You know, you don't, you don't get that to your to the kids that are out there listening to your music because mm-hmm. you know they'll they'll think what the, what the musician says is that what they should do. I just don't think that's right. Uh, well, uh, I don't either necessarily, but I appreciate the call, Mike. But it's. On the responsibility of, of, it's the responsibility of all of us, yeah. right? If they do put out that kind of music, 
not to uh, buy it. I mean, that's the hallmark of a free society is the individual, each of us. You have the right to do it. Can make our own choices. What a concept. That's what it comes down to. We don't need Spotify. We don't need Michael Bloomberg. We don't need help. We can make our own choices. Thank Mm -hmm. you. And then unless, you know, your children, they grow up, they they become adults. They go out and make their own decisions. Unless they're that 30-year-old kid that won't get out of his parents' basement, and then that doesn't really apply here, huh? <laughs> that, that guy, what is his deal? Uh, I, he's a loser. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, if you were listening to the Glenn Beck radio program earlier where Pat filled in, uh, that was a yeah, good topic over there. A 30-year-old guy who took his, who his, his parents had to take him to court to get him evicted from their house. <laughs> we, we may get into that as well okay, coming up here. Sorry. Uh, but uh, also, Jeffy is on the way. Mm. Momentarily with Chewing the Fat. Pat Gray. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. returns on the Blaze Radio Network. And that means it's time to chew the fat. Oh, Jeffy. You look like you're in a really good mood. Oh, what's going on, Pat? Uh, Happy Wednesday. <laughs> if anybody's watching on the Blaze Television oh, no, Network, I, they couldn't help I'm but fine. notice. Uh, right, don't worry. Wow. Thank you for being concerned, but I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. You're, no, you're doing well? I know. I, uh, yeah. Please. <laughs> Wait, Pat, do you, do you really care about Jeffy, or are you just making no, small talk? No, I'm just talk? making small talk. Yeah, okay. no, I, I didn't, that's why I didn't even ask. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just also, uh, well, before we get started, I was just looking at this. If you need a day mm-hmm. that you need to celebrate something and you want to make it an important day and mm-hmm. say, you know, you want people to remember it and talk about it, today might be the day, May 23rd. Why? Because Why? Uh, on the national calendar, it's yeah. National Lucky Penny Day. Oh, okay. Uh, national Taffy Day. Wait a minute. Emergency Medical Services for Children Day. Well, that's an important day. That's an important day. So, so if you, you're saying we could fit in, we could squeeze we could something else in. I know, and there's some days that have like ten or twelve things. But yeah. listen, Lori D, who uh, sent us those milkshakes yesterday, they're very yummy, by the way, Jeffy. Oh, she says it's National Taffy uh-huh. Day, and no one delivers candy. That's okay. I, well, I'm not a big taffy fan. However, I've just declared it National. Uh, a twisted root day where you send your favorite talk host mm. his favorite twisted root hamburger, french fries, and milkshake. A lot of people love Jeffy. It's that day by the today. Way. Oh, wow. Uh, so. Jeffy's a lot of people's favorite, Pat. What are you getting? <laughs> that's at? Fantastic. A lot of people. That, uh, that's a stretch. Uh, by the way, we will celebrate in this next segment. Jeffy, stick uh-huh. around. We, there is a special day happening that we'll get to. Really? It's really? on that list over there. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we need to add to that list. Uh, <laughs> no, it's a, a I'm, I'm a, actually, I'm a huge fan of adding the Twisted Root Day. I, I just talked myself into going to Twisted Root immediately following this broadcast. Wow. 
Yeah, just I it mean, was that easy. Even right, right, after the, like, right after the yeah. broadcast, like, right after the broadcast, do, bang do, do, on, on my together. Way. Gonna... If you want to follow me in your car, uh, you feel no, free. No, I was talking about going together. You know, ride with yeah, if you want to, no, if you want to follow me in your car, <laughs> can I go? <laughs> if you want to follow both of us in our cars, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, will you sit with us? It'll be fun. Well, I mean, we'll be in the same restaurant. Isn't that enough? You could say, "Hey, I." I was in the same restaurant as Pat Gray the other day. How about it's really cool? <laughs> right? I want to go to. I mean, wanna, that's special. I want to go to Daniel's restaurant and walk out. Yeah, Nabu. Yeah, I want to uh, walk I'll in with a big crowd and some, walk out. Some Trump fans will. Trump fans will. They'll all walk in with their "Make America Great" hats on, and yeah, it'll be agonizing. Make a statement. Yes. to Yes. Yep. And good. You know, he deserves it. Yes, he does. I, I like De Niro. I like De Niro, but it makes me so angry that he's become this guy that's yeah, so know. angry and mad. It's just hates Trump so much. I got it. Mm-hmm. I got it. But he just keeps driving at home. And Robert, I just want to watch your movies, babe. I know. Come I know. on, man. You know, in his last movie, well, last one I saw anyway, Intern with uh, oh yeah yeah Anne Hathaway. It was For really what good. It was, that was a cute movie. It was good. Yeah, it was cute. It was fun. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's, it's a, not brain surgery. It's fun. Though. Correct. And it's a good little family movie. And he's likable nice in it, but he's not likable in real life. He's just right? not. He's angry and irritating. And apparently he doesn't care about a good section of his fan base because he's oh, pretty. No, no, he has nothing to do with that. Mm-hmm. Nope. He's, he knows best. Yeah. He's a Michael Bloomberg guy. Yeah, he is. I mean, he's a mm-hmm. he's smarter than everybody um, I know what's good for you. You don't. You, you're dumb, mm-hmm. and I'm Robert De Niro. Right, and that's where he's at. Mm-hmm. Sad. Do you realize that today marks the first day, 26 years ago, that Johnny Carson was not on TV? 26 years ago. Mm. Long time. It does not seem like 26 years ago that Johnny well, think Carson of this. walked away from television. His replacement has already come and gone. I know. And come and, and that goes again. to show how yeah. right, yep. how good Johnny Carson was though. Been holding that, yeah, that handle for a while. Yeah, I mean it was just I just couldn't believe. I mean, in 1992, just four thousand five hundred and thirty-one episodes. Wow, that's a lot. That's a real big lot. Uh, NFL new policy, breaking mm-hmm. news. Okay. They have acted on their new uh, national anthem policy. Uh, remember, we talked a little bit this morning off the air about mm-hmm. the possibility of them uh, uh, adding a 15-yard penalty, penalizing the players. Is it what they did? Hey, no. no, no. Why would I they? Didn't Pat. Think so no, Pat. Of course, Uh-oh. you can't do that, Pat. So, what have they done? Uh, look, a year of hand wringing and disagreement inside the league's ownership ranks, and this is their new measure, Pat. Okay, uh, this is a statement from uh, Roger Goodell, and I, I, I've become a fan of his. Have you? Not really. Mm-hmm. Um, it was unfortunate that the on-field protest created a false perception among many of the thousands of NFL players were unpatriotic. This was not and was never the case. No, that's untrue. And they should look into no. what started the protest. Because the guy who started the protest, Colin Kaepernick, will tell you specifically, yes, it is about that. He said it specifically multiple times. It is about that. And everybody followed him down that road. So don't tell me that it's a false 
perception because it's not. The policy adopted today was approved in concert with the NFL's uh, ongoing commitment to uh, local communities uh, in our country. And what are they going to do? One that is extraordinary in its scope. Pat, resources mm-hmm. and alignment with our players were dedicated yeah. to continuing our collaboration with players. Sounds like a load of crap. Advance uh, the so goals. So this is not going to be something uh, you're, I you're like. Gonna enjoy, you're going to enjoy the... Uh, <clears throat> Continue our collaboration with players to advance the goals of justice oh, good and fairness no, please don't. in all corners of our society. Don't do this. Please. That was Roger Goodell. Don't freaking do it. What do you mean advance justice and fairness? So what have they done? What are they, do? What's, what are they doing? Uh, the membership strongly uh, believes that one on uh, this list of five, uh-huh. all team and league personnel on the field shall stand and show respect for the flag and the anthem. Okay. Two, mm-hmm. the game operations manual will be revised to remove the requirement that all players be on the field for the anthem. Mm. Personnel who choose not to stand for the anthem may stay in the locker room or in a similar location off the field until after the anthem has been performed. A club will be fined by the league if its personnel are on the field and do not stand and show respect for the flag and the anthem. Hmm. Each club may develop its own work rules consistent with the above principles regarding its personnel who do not stand and show respect for the flag and the anthem. So you can get fined from the club. And what's the fine? Oh, well, you know what? Geez, the commissioner will impose appropriate discipline on league personnel who do not stand and show respect. <laughs> so there is no fine. But still, the at least they did the right thing by saying, look, you're going to stand. Okay? We're done with the nonsense. Just stand. Or you're off the field. Or go in the locker room and do whatever you want. We'll Pout, see how... pick your nose. We don't care. We just don't want to see it. We'll see how long that lasts. Good. Because the Players Association uh, yeah, responded with the appealing. NFL chose not to consult the union in the development of this new policy. NFL players have shown mm-hmm. their patriotism through their social activism, their community service, in support of our military and law enforcement, and yes, through their protests to raise awareness about the issues they care about. The vote by NFL club CEOs today contradicts the statements made to our player leadership by Commissioner Roger Goodell and the chairman of the NFL's management council, John Mara, about the principles, Mm. values, and patriotism of our league. We're going to review the new policy and change any aspect of it that's inconsistent with the collective bargaining agreement. Mm. That's cute. I don't think there's a story you could read that has the word, then the union responded and it ends well. (laughs) And here we go. No, there I is mean, no such I, story. I, I no. honestly just go with the just go with the penalty. The Come out yards, the yeah. fans want to see the players. Mm-hmm. The fans are there to see the players, and their argument will be, well, those they're there to watch the game. They're there to have the entire experience. Stand. Mm-hmm. I've said it from the very mm-hmm. beginning. They should have. They they screwed themselves by not just saying, "A stand." Mm-hmm. Yeah, they it's did. part of the deal. At the beginning, if they would have nipped it in the, the bud deal. and said, "Look, no, you're not it's doing part this. of the deal. Do whatever you want off the field. You're not going to mess with our fan base. Stand up. Done. But when you get um, continuing our collaboration with players to advance the goals of justice and fairness in all corners of our society, I'm so sick of justice and fairness. I don't want to hear those words anymore. But I mean, I, I was just reading what Roger Goodell said in his statement. Yeah, I don't want to hear it. Oh, we should start banning words. I don't want to hear fairness. Oh, let's ban words on the Pat Gray Unleashed <laughs> program. We're going to have like a yeah. Pat Gray banned words dictionary. Right. Okay. Justice, we're well, Roger justice. Goodell in his statement said players advance the goals of in all corners of our society. 
Is that how you want to ban the words? Yes. So you don't hear them? In all corners of our society, yeah. I Advance do. the goals of and in all corners of our society. <laughs> it's agonizing. If banning it them is. doesn't work, we burn the words. It's, it's really mm-hmm. agonizing. I, mm-hmm. I don't understand why they can't just... Uh, the penalty would have worked for me. Yeah, I'd be fine. And then if somebody kneeled, you throw the flag, you put uh, 15 yards on there, you go take that. Now you're affecting the game all by the, doing that. All the social justice warriors on sports... On, in sports television and radio oh, yesterday, had a cow. It. Yeah, they probably hated it. Okay, you're do that. We're just demonstrating. You're just shut up. They're demonstrating, and it's on the sideline. They're not even affecting the game. Yeah, that's not that's not what football is about. That's not why we tune in. That's not what we want to right. see. We don't want any part of it. Shut your mouths. It was our refuge. Yeah. We had a refuge. Hold on, yes. hold on, hold on. Hold on. They're a refuge to go to blow out football. It was yes. shut up and get back to class. Now it's shut up and get on the field. Yes. Yes. There we go. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Thank you. Do what you want off the field. Yeah. Take your take your hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not millions of dollars, and social justice till your little heart desires mm. all mm-hmm. you want, mm-hmm. wherever you want. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When the game is on and you're in the stadium, stand. That's it. Period. Exactly. And tell us where your grandma live. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Or where your grandma where your from. Grandma stay? Where your grandma stay. Where your grandma stay. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Tell us where your grandma stay. <laughs> so bad. All right. So uh, we talked uh, a few months ago about when this study began on uh, the Pacific beetle cockroach milk. And um, some of the, uh, the research that's coming out now mm-hmm. from the study. And oh, man. You know what they're saying, Pat. It's delicious and Beneficial nutritious. Beneficial to humans. One yeah. of the most nutritious and highly caloric substances on the planet. Yeah. It boosts four times as much protein as cow's milk. Because it, of course it does. It contains essential amino acids that promote cell growth. Naturally. Lipids that keep our bodies healthy. Nope. And sugars that fuel energy. I still don't care. Yep. Not having any. We're getting, the, we're getting, re- but the, the, the research is coming back now on the Pacific no, beetle cockroach. <laughs> yeah, I, I we, get it. So what if you could live. I talked a little bit about it when they first started, but thankfully forever. we're getting some information back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'm not. There's not a scenario where I'm drinking cockroach milk. Man. No. Ugh. Oh, no, it'd just be like uh, Pacific beetle milk. Oh, we'll beetle. Oh, I'm sorry. We're gonna ban. We're gonna ban the word cockroach. Beetle. <laughs> we're gonna oh, ban wow. the word because Pacific See, beetle. Sorry. Pac- mm. Pacific milk. Mm. Beetle milk doesn't help it much. I'll tell you that. <laughs> not enough to get me to drink it. I know, but it's so good for you. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's uh, so good for you. It's, I mean, this is almost better than the, kale. Look at the bug, the picture of the bug on the front. I know. You, you want to drink that thing's milk? No, thank you. I mean. No. I don't know where that milk comes from. I don't. Uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, hold on. Time out. Time out. Time out. There, if there I squish that bug, does milk come out? Or I don't know about this particular one. I don't know if he's in the study. Hold on. There's or not she. another radio show where you'll hear the phrase, you want to drink that thing's milk? Yeah, I probably mean, not. It's right here, babe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it looks like a comforting beetle. Does it? Roach. Comfort mm-hmm. beetle. <laughs> yes. Could be my comfort beetle. I could travel around the country. Apparently, Emotional it's, it's support good, beetle. Thank you. Cockroach beetle. Thank you. Mm-hmm. What are you doing to that thing? Just drinking its milk. <laughs> <laughs> Incredibly nutritious. and It's, it's uh, so good for you. Yeah. Oh, man. Have you seen the studies? Hick. This is, hold on. Now, I'm not trying to be... Here, let me see this. How is many there a picture? How many, I got to see this. Thing. How many beetles would you have to have, or cockroaches yeah. would you have to have? Oh, I mean, to get a glass, a of lot, it? 
Right. I mean, I mean seriously, seriously, that would be how expensive would that stuff even if you wanted to drink it? Right. How much would that cost? Right. He uses the right. word bad. superfood. Hold on. Yeah, I mean it's it's really, really it's like bad. the almond milk, you know, because almond. Right. How Where many... does the milk secrete from? That's what I'm trying to find out. Mm-hmm. The how does Pacific it get out beetle of, cockroach right out of well, what, what part of it? Part of its body. Let's just say its mouth. It just comes out the mouth. Now give the thing back to him, and I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. But I don't think it does come. From I don't care. I don't want to know. Have like little. I don't want to know. But Keith asked. So no one wants to know. To... No, Keith does. He, he asked. Beetle. Yeah. No. Utters. Mm-mm. Keith asked. We're gonna hear about earwax in a few minutes. We don't need to hear about. Oh, I know. There's a new the story about some lady, from. some deaf lady that had a giant ball of earwax out of her head. Okay. It was a Pacific uh-huh. beetle. It was just milking it in her ear. <laughs> no, but I saw the story and I thought, oh, like every time I see an ear story now, I think of Brad. <laughs> Sad. Mm-hmm. Sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even so, though I don't see that many ear stories, you don't. Like, I, oh, I do. No, I email them to him. Actually, that's true. That's, that's, that's so a true story. That's like, hey, you might be able to mix this in. I saw some lady on the Facebook asking about how to, the best way to clean her ears, and I, I just tagged Brad. <laughs> <laughs> Brad, comments. What are you serious? looking for? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we got your answer, hon. Yeah. You, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So. Um, one of them, a couple of things happening on uh, on the internet that I love, uh, pawn shop in South Carolina. Ooh, I was afraid how that sentence uh, was going to end. A couple of things happening on the internet that I love. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's always a couple of things happening on the internet. That pawn I shop, love. South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Pawn shop, South Carolina. That's a great sign. This is I, awesome. It's a fantastic sign. I love it. Uh, if you're watching on Blaze Television, it's going up right now. Saying we sell AR-15s because we're not dicks. As in sporting goods. They're not Dick's sporting goods. Yeah, it's a logo no, I mean, for Dick's. That's right what I'm just saying what it says. Right. No, I know. The Dick's logo. Yeah, see? Yeah. Uh-huh. We, we sell AR-15s because we're not Dick's. That's now, awesome. That's awesome. That is, that is so, so good. good. Now, they, there, was, uh, there were several people that laughed and had fun. So of course, I, you know, we all laughed at it. But there were several people that Are they being forced into taking it down? It was funny at all. Oh, like who? But they, people in the community. Uh, look. Was we, it dicks? We've got children. Uh, that's yeah. a, it was one of it's my in thoughts, the prox- in the, but I, I suppressed it into the back of my head. It's, it's in the proximity of a high school. And yeah, it's just, it's located oh, a high school. And, wow, and, those kids would sure be offended by that. Right. They don't, right. They don't want to see not, that kind of thing. Not, not those high school kids. Right. They don't want to see They're that. angels. <laughs> <laughs> those are like choir boys and girls. You don't, they don't want to see that. And look, it's, uh, it's, not, it's not funny at all. That's no, that's untrue. And, and course, that's uh, completely false. According to uh, Ernest Carson, mm-hmm. uh, I think it's very offensive. I Ernest do, yeah. Carson thought it was offensive. So they posted mm-hmm. this, uh, some of what they posted on their Facebook page, Crossroads uh, Pawn and Guns. Uh, we would also like to clear up any confusion. Uh, an AR-15 is not a combat weapon or a tactical assault rifle. In no way are the horrific massacres happening to our children and in our schools acceptable. This violence must stop. I bet it's not the guns killing innocent Americans. I will continue to take strides to reinforce and advocate for responsible gun ownership. And that goes on and it says they support the NRA and thank you and we love you, but mm-hmm. uh, we'll, we'll take it down when we want to. Good. I know. Really mm-hmm. surprising because mm-hmm. I, I thought the same thing when I first, I thought that mm-hmm. they're going to rip That's that thing work. down. Yeah. Yep. They're going to, there's no way they, they, uh, they take the pressure of that, but they are for now. So anyway. far anyway. Yeah. yeah. Right. For mm-hmm. now. Right. So, I mean, we could talk about the Maryland school shooting if you want, the fake school shooting that's amazing that happened. Oh, the prank, right? The, yes. The senior prank. 20 seniors stormed the school hallways, taking part in what was supposed to look 
like a school shooting. Oh, yeah. They used fireworks really and water guns and black masks. Um, one what? student, now mm. one student had a, you know, a, a little firework burn on her hand and back behind her ear. And uh, one student was treated for an asthma attack. But uh, school officials say the students who participated in this prank will be held accountable to the fullest extent of the law. However, I would like to say that the law has backed off now. Uh, the police department said, look, we're backing out. Uh, if the school wants to prosecute and do something with it, uh, we'll do something with it. Because mm. um, the police chief originally said, yeah, it was really reckless of those kids. Yeah, stupid. Uh, I think it was more than reckless. Yeah, it was. that was uh, insanity. Yeah. People now, it also died. said That's that... That's not uh, funny. Now, well, that is not funny. Well, it said some students uh, and staff knew about the joke. Are you kidding? Uh, those should, the staff should be more than reprimanded. I mean, like, be uh, have a nice Bye. day. Yeah. Fired. Bye-bye. Have a nice day for letting that happen. Yeah. And, of course, this happened before Santa Fe. But, you know, obviously, after Parkland and plenty right. of... Any, Anything. Even, even if there wasn't that. a Parkland... Yeah. Even if there wasn't a parkland, totally uncool. Absolutely, people mm-hmm. could have also been killed. Right, and they're talking right, and, and it's a good thing none of them were. Right, right. If I'm an armed teacher, and uh, they said that they were debating whether the participating seniors would be able to participate in graduation or not, I would say no. No, I would say no. You know what? I'd mm-hmm. almost be willing to say, you know what? Uh, you know, maybe we'll hold off on giving you your diploma too. <laughs> just hold off a little bit. You, you know what? You're mm-hmm. suspended for the mm-hmm. maximum amount of time. And even if that goes after you were supposed to be out of school, that's when you'll get your diploma. Yeah. Which is, I think, the maximum amount is like 45 days, if I remember reading the story. It seems like I had my diploma detained because I had an overdue library book. <laughs> Wow. Oh, that's a shocker, huh, Jeffy? That he would not return something in a timely manner. It's a a little more serious. So, yeah. You're talking about your library book being more serious? Is that what you said? Is that what I heard? (laughs) No. Oh, okay. 888 Spring's in the air, and so is a lot of pollen right now. And it somehow finds its way into your house because your house is a lot more polluted than the air outdoors as a rule. And if you haven't replaced your HVAC filter for a while... Uh, you're just breathing a lot of stuff that's, you know, aggravating your allergies and maybe making you sick. That's where FilterBy.com comes in. FilterBy.com is America's leading provider of HVAC filters for homes and small businesses. Over 600 different filter sizes. Uh, they they can custom make something if you got an unusual size. And then they ship it free to your house within 24 hours. All of it manufactured right here in America. The whole Filter. thing is genius. It's, it's awesome. The whole thing is genius. And so convenient. I'm so mad at him for him thinking of it and not me. That's great. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Merv options all the way up to hospital grade. So it's going to remove the dangerous pollen and and mold and dust and other ag- aggravating uh, pollution. Right now, save 5% when you set up auto delivery too. And then you don't have to worry about when it's time to change them again. Save money. Save time. Breathe better. Filterby.com. That's B-U-Y.com. Filterby.com. Pat Gray. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Is here. It is a uh, World Turtle Day today. Yeah, it oh is. 
Do we have a picture of a guy who's uh, absolutely celebrating oh. World Turtle Day today? Yeah, he is. Um, do we? We got the. Oh, look at there! There he is. There's the guy who celebrates it. <laughs> Mr. Turtle Face himself, Mitch McConnell. <laughs> so funny. And I think there's a little kid also that celebrates uh, really? World Turtle Day as well. Let's see. We got the video right. of that kid. Uh, see, we got that. Ready, ready to go. Back here live at oh, the wow. Waterfront Village with my friend, the zombie, Jonathan. You're looking good. Jonathan just got an awesome face paint job. What do you think? I like turtles. All right. Okay. You're a great yeah. zombie. All right. Thank you, <laughs> Good time okay. here at the no Waterfront sense. Village. Open for the next it's 11 days. Like, oh, well, that was weird. It's your big chance. Talk you, about zombie day. As a reporter on the local TV station, you love that. Oh, You go to the man. kid and he's... Uh, so why is your face painted like a zombie? I like turtles. I like turtles. Uh, okay. You know, he's man on the street, man. That's local news. World <laughs> Turtle Day. I what do you do it. on World Turtle Day, Pat? I, you know, I eat turtle soup. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh. Hope you're not eating gopher turtle soup from Florida. That's illegal. No, I. Keep I those alive. I don't you don't dress paid. up like a turtle? Because, I mean, it's strongly encouraged that oh. you dress up like a turtle. Really? Any turtle you put in front of me, I'll just eat it. I don't care. <laughs> Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. is here on the Blaze Radio Network. 888 Pat Gray Unleashed. Oh, and at uh, Pat Unleashed on on the Twitters. That's it. Uh, thank you. What are you saying? Uh, yeah, and I, please. I mean, you're Mr. Twitter. You can Come call on, what man. you want to. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dwarf Clone says, using the SPLC, Southern Poverty Law Center, to monitor hate is like using the American Nazi Party to monitor anti-Semitism. <laughs> Man, is that true. What a great statement. Uh, Rocky from... Hi, hey, this is Rocky from Banyan Hill. <laughs> <laughs> the pawn shop sign is not funny no. at all. Nope. It is hilarious. <laughs> uh, Saves 84. Obviously, Pat and Keith have never been to South Dakota because the weather and traffic change every four minutes on the threes. Oh. <clears throat> you know what? Every Almost every community in the country believes that about their weather. Because I think it changes every four minutes on the threes everywhere. Yeah, yeah it, it, uh, it does. It really applies to mm-hmm. places I've lived. So I guess you're right. Yeah, mm-hmm. everybody says if you don't like the weather. I, I don't know if I've ever lived in a place where they haven't said, if you don't like the weather right now, just wait five minutes. Yeah, okay. That's what they say everywhere. Do you know that? You know why? Because the weather changes everywhere and it can change pretty quickly depending <laughs> uh so <laughs> except in the summer in texas the weather <laughs> does not change that rule does not apply it here. does not apply to texas yeah. this is the only place i've lived where that rule does not apply because it can stay 105 for 85 days in a row um toby mcavoy says uh, a cynic might believe that spotify suddenly remembered there's no such thing as bad publicity yeah with this uh uh, hate speech, hate content thing. So ridiculous. And by the way, I am monitoring you, <clears throat> as is everyone listening. 
Um, if Pat uses a, a word that has previously been banned from this program, please mm. uh, draw my attention to it. We are not allowed to use uh, these justice, words right here. Fair or fairness. Yeah, fair, fairness, justice, banned, banned. words. Banned. I don't so want to hear them. I don't anymore. even want to. So sick and tired of like, them. Like it would be inappropriate, even if you were quoting it from a story you were reading. <sighs> yes. Okay. No. All right. It would. Okay. Uh, meanwhile. Judge Naomi Reese Buckwald. Oh, boy. I see where this is going. You know, this is going to be a good ruling (laughs) from Naomi Reese Buckwald. She said in her ruling that Trump is violating the U.S. Constitution by preventing certain Americans from viewing his tweets. Okay. What? Uh, There's a lot of problems there. Social media platform, she said, is a designated public forum from which Trump cannot exclude individual plaintiffs. Stop it. Wow. You can't be serious in that ruling. What? I'm sorry. This is a Trump can't block anybody? Private account before he was president. <laughs> yeah. Private company. Um, right. Can he block my phone calls? I don't know. If I call the White House, does he have to talk to me? Does he have to listen to what I say? Right, that's ludicrous. That's what that's like. Stupid. Are you telling me he must read my email if I send it to him? Oh, boy. Mm. This case requires us to consider whether a public official may, consistent with the First Amendment, block a person from his Twitter account in response to the political views that person has expressed, and whether the analysis differs because that public official is the President of the United States. The answer to both questions is no, according to Judge Naomi Reese Buckwald. <laughs> you knew wow. it was going to be a bad ruling, though, when yeah. it came from yeah. Naomi Reese Buckwald. Mm-hmm. You knew it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we didn't even have to read the stupid thing. <laughs> you knew it was going to be bad, and it is. Wow. Why? Because so, it came from Naomi Reese Buckwald. So wait, That's what, why. What do we got here? Is, <clears throat> what is she? She's a federal judge. Is that right? So we got. Wait, well, this this could this could escalate to a higher. I want somebody Circuit. to explain to me if they believe. How do you make that work where Trump must view all tweets that come into him, where he can't block anybody? Everybody has access to what he, what he writes and he has access to whatever comes in. Because if you block somebody on Twitter, yeah. doesn't that mean that you don't see their tweets anymore? Right. right? So, so you- in other words, Trump wouldn't see their tw- tweets because he blocked them. Right. Like they it it doesn't prevent them from seeing his tweets, though, does it? I don't think so. I don't think so either. That doesn't even make sense. So he has to have access to what they're saying? You're forcing him to read what they're saying. Ludicrous. 888 with your thoughts. Thoughts on that. That's, I mean, that's nuts. That's a crazy ruling. But again, it came from Naomi Reese Buckwald. So, so. Trump's okay, Trump's blocks on the social media platform prevented yeah. the plaintiffs from viewing or responding to the president's <laughs> tweets when logged into their own Twitter accounts. So I guess when you're blocked, I guess you don't even get to see so you, his. You don't see either end of it. Yeah. But again, hmm. private company, private account. Yeah. Start I don't know, start your own Twitter feed that you don't uh use or so I don't know, but it's like it is like a phone call thing. Like, would he have to accept my phone call if I called him today? No, of course not. Well, but I have I have some political opinions that I want to talk to him. He's got to accept my phone call. I'm going to email him something. Doesn't he have to accept that? And I, and he, I have to see everything he emails? 
And that's ludicrous. It's just stupid. And that's where the staff goes through the important ones and bring them to him. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. the, the, you, you, mm-hmm. you have to apply that to every form of communication. Mm-mm. Weird. That's a weird ruling. Like, Twitter is something you don't even have to be on. President doesn't have to be on it. He could shut down his Twitter account. What, does he now have to maintain it? Good point. Good point. It's not like the official White House Twitter page is, you know, blocking them. Right. Um, And besides, again, again, let's not lose sight. Forget the accounts and what the blocking does and all this stuff that these two old guys here don't fully Mm -hmm. understand. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's a private business. That he does not have to subscribe to. That a judge is saying... Well, is, is not the judge basically compelling him to continue to use this? Seems private? like it. Yeah, He's like you have to use this private business, uh-huh. and you have to make your tweets visible to everyone. Because if you can't just block somebody, you certainly couldn't shut down your Twitter account. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense to me. Nothing does. Again, and as we discuss every day. Mm-hmm. But here's here's something that makes a lot of sense. Germany has come up with the perfect job. For all the refugees, for all the uh, immigrants that are flooding into their country. This mm. is great. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of uh, Islamic refugees that are coming into uh, Germany. I'm sure some other, you know, maybe some Christians too. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, they're coming in from Syria, uh, fleeing the strife in their homeland. Um, so uh, they've decided one of the many problems plaguing Germany since their decision to essentially open their borders to hundreds of thousands of migrants from Syria and Iraq, is how to get them employed and contribute to the local economies. You know, they're trying to assimilate them. So what they've done here is, um, as of a few months ago, officials estimate that more than 75% of the new arrivals are unemployed. They're collecting benefits and are unlikely to find work in the next 10 years. Jeez. That's a big problem. So they're trying to come up with a big solution for that. And the Germans think they've really come up with a winning solution oh, here. Oh, cool. All right. All right. What do we got? They're going to give them jobs um, to these unemployed migrants uh, driving trucks, <laughs> like massive trucks, semis, and the like. Okay. Because... What could go wrong I there? Mean, it's not you know? like we have. It's not like you got people being run over um, by Islamic extremists from time to time in Europe, uh, running down people on streets with trucks. This... No, wait. Yes, you do have that. Oh. So what? Oh. What a weird, what a weird world we live in. <laughs> Hey, you know what? They're unemployed. Why don't we get them to drive massive trucks? Yeah, but wait yeah, a That's second. a good idea. Don't and we then, have a problem with that in our country? Uh, not that I know of. Folks, I haven't seen anything like that. Folks like that running over. I haven't seen anything like that. Big trucks. Due to a, an acute shortage of professional truck drivers, the German Trucking Association has launched a new product, a new project to train asylum seekers for, their, for these jobs. The pro- project, which is named... The drive into your new future intends to make it easier for asylum seekers to become truck drivers. New future with 72 virgins, apparently. Um, Again, what could go wrong here? I I don't see any any problem with that at all. I think think a red flag would be when they start training these guys. If they say, mm 
I don't want to know how to apply the brakes. Yeah. That might be an indication. Kind of like, yeah, I just teach me how to fly. I don't fly need it. to know how to land. I don't, land. Uh, I don't need that part. So uh, oh let's just skip that one. This is nothing. Nothing makes nothing sense. Nothing makes sense. Thank goodness. Um, you know, it's Europe because they've been trying to commit social suicide for a hundred years now. But it's or a longer. good thing that what happens in Europe stays in Europe. It never comes over here. Yeah, that's the that's the comforting aspect <laughs> Ooh, of this. Thank goodness. That's the comforting aspect right there. But where your grandma stay? That's my question. Where yeah. your grandma stay? Uh huh. You don't know, do you? I, I just, you don't even know. I, I, it's pathetic. You don't even know. I don't know <laughs> where my grandma stay. You guys are so white. What do you mean? What do you mean? Where, where your grandma? I just stay? asked where his grandma stay. That's that's as wow. hip as it gets, my friend. Wow, it's just that is as hip and diverse I, as it gets. I need to put on my sunglasses. It is blinding in here. Huh. Woo! How can you say that? Wow. Mm. You, do you think you I could get through a wax RX spot without using the words justice, fair, or fairness? <laughs> Let's see if they've you can been do banned. That. I don't know. At least for today, they're banned. For Maybe mm-hmm. forever. Maybe. Am okay. I up already? Why don't you see if you can? Yeah, Brad, oh. Brad Staggs is here. Oh, man. I guess you're up. We I'm to, here. We get to hear about uh, Airwax. Well, actually, I, was, I thought today would be a good mm-hmm. day to tell everybody, not just what we think of it, but what everyone else thinks of the Use Wax RX system after they've tried it. Okay. So here we go. Oh, no. Right in. Mr. Justice, I, I mean, excuse me, Bob, we can't use, oh. sorry, Bob, can't use that name. Uh, excellent. Is that and really it, his name, or you it, just made that up, didn't you? You uh, just made that up. He's right uh, up next is okay. Ellie Fair. I can't oh, use her oh, name. Oh, golly. Mm, this is going to be tough. Uh, Bob says, it's excellent, works very good. It works very well, but that's okay, Bob. Uh, <laughs> David F. That one drives me nuts, too. I know. I cringe every time yep. I hear it. That and I have uh, Well, you get a coach that says, we played good today. <laughs> well, no, you played well. You played, played well very today. well. Okay. And you did a good job. Oh, uh, Right. Right. Yeah. But we, we love... We, we love, played good. We, no. we love our... Uh, yeah, Bob, just send it back. We can't have you have the Wax RX system <laughs> and say it works good. Just send it back. Yeah, and, we'll um, make sure it goes to a good home. No harm, no foul. Uh, David said, just what the doctor ordered, but at home, this is exactly what my doctor did for me in his office. Uh-huh. Same great result, but in the comfort of my own home, uh-huh. and I could do it in my underwear. I added that last part because I've... Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm sure David could, but I mean, people. Are you have, imagining David in his underwear there for a second? Because just sure for a break, when I when I said it, I you mean, have to honest, because otherwise, yeah. If there's anything wrong with that? Absolutely course, not. I mean, you know, not uh-huh. not a doggone thing wrong with it. And uh, Melody said, "Awesome! I was skeptical that uh, that this would work." Uh, there's a little grammar syntax error there too. I was skeptical that this would work, but it definitely does. I've saved thousands thus far. Hmm. That's true. You start going to the doctor, you've got like five kids. You yeah. start going to the doctor for having them extract the earwax out of there. You're going to not only spend a lot of time at the doctor's office, but pay a lot of money. So the bottom line is this. The stuff works. You just have to do it right. Read the directions. I know men hate to read. So, guys, if you order it, let your wife read the directions. If you're married or if you're not married, find a woman to read the directions for you and then do what she says. Because we know guys don't read the directions. And you'll know you're in love. Hmm. If if and you've got the right woman, if she will clean your ears. Oh up. yeah, if she says no, I'll read it and just let oh, me do yeah, it for you. Yeah, it. yeah, marry her right there. <laughs> Go to usewaxrx.com. Use the promo code radio for free standard shipping. Pat Gray unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network.
Gray returns huh? on the Blaze Radio Network. Thanks for being with us. 888 uh, We're trolling for Jeffy right now by putting out a little piece of cake. <laughs> it's like bait. <laughs> Just trolling for Jeffy to see if he, see if he comes in here. Uh, where's my cake? It's right there, Jeffy. Hey, happy right birthday there. to Chelsea. Uh, we've enjoyed our cake during mm-hmm. the break. And so, Jeffy, um, I know you missed out on milkshakes yesterday, so... So there it is. If, if you're out smoking, you missed it again. Okay? So, but here it is. There's the bait. Where's the, it's delicious. That's that, really... Hand me that little item down there. Little, that is really good cake. What little item? Little pink pig there. This? Yeah. <laughs> All right. I want to play. While Put him at the trough. <laughs> All right. 888 We just told you about this genius plan for employment for uh, migrants and uh, for immigrants in... In Germany, genius. Have him drive truck. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> you actually run? Are you out of breath? <laughs> I'll so eat this cake if you don't come get it right now. <laughs> is good? It's delicious. It's very good. It's really good. Um, like a, if, do you like lemon or is that bougie to you? <laughs> it's lemon bougie because it has a bougie taste. It of lemon. <laughs> Royals cake. <clears throat> the Royals cake? <laughs> yeah, for oh. the wedding. Oh, we got to get to that video. What video? The what? bad lip sync Royals. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> yes, that's what we got to play. Yeah, let's screw this other news for now. Let's play that. Oh All right, let's, so we're going to talk about these uh, thing, but this, yeah, since this has come up, let's not neglect this. Mm-mm. This is really good. So the Royal wedding has been uh, usually bad lip reading events. Happen a week or two after the event. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they did this this fast, but they're getting really good at getting these things out a little bit quicker. And uh, here is the royal wedding put to bad lip reading. Mm-hmm. This is awesome. Do you need a pen? Why would I need a pen? I'm not sure. <laughs> Your favorite Harry Potter character. Hagrid. Hagrid. Not correct. (laughs) My friends, dog food doesn't feel so gross to the starving man. If you want a hot dog, then you gotta cook a hot dog. What? Put it on the stove. (laughs) But you won't get enough. You won't get enough. Does it help you to eat this wiener thing? I don't think that it does. You know, I slipped and I fell into a coffin this weekend. No, I didn't. It was just a dream. It was just a dream. There wasn't a coffin. I said, hooray. And do you know what I felt like? Like the best squirrel in the hole. Now let us all try to be the best squirrel in the hole. Oh, I David like Beckham like that. You. Can you smell it? Yeah, it's definitely strange. <clears throat> I just got a big whiff. It's pretty bad. You know, I have a surprise for you. Okay. It's a golden unicycle. <laughs> I don't want that. <laughs> that present is a fail. 
You've got to learn to glide and glint. Oh, it's so sad. I smell a bikini. Ooh. You shan't buy a bikini. Ooh. He shan't buy a bikini. They, they can't buy a bikini. so sad. And this is how I dance. <laughs> Incredible. Mm-hmm. How long did that go on? Oh, that's like it, uh, five minutes or so. There was wow. a great conversation at the beginning You're really between good. the brothers, William and Harry. That is so funny, just them talking together. It's good stuff. Funny. So we'll post that out uh, coming up here shortly mm-hmm. uh, on Twitter at Pat Unleashed. All right. So, uh, Jeffy, you, uh, <laughs> you made it through the, the cake in short order. Congratulations. It was a little piece. Yeah, I know. It was. It was teeny. It's teeny. You're right. Okay, I'm not accusing you of anything here. I just happen to notice you don't have any more cake. <clears throat> I feel Thank like I'm you. in bad lip reading live right now. <laughs> go find Thank us you. some more cake. Why don't you? I'll go find you some. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. All right. Uh, interesting to see the the amount of celebrities there. You know, yeah. uh, Elton John. Uh, who else do we see? People. Other people. Other mm-hmm. people were there. Yeah. I seriously didn't recognize anybody but him. Recognize Elton John. Yeah. And then, oh, David Beckham. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. His wife, Victoria. They were both there. Okay. Uh, did not happen to see in that particular clip uh, George Clooney, but they were there. Okay. George Clooney and his wife. <clears throat> but, of course, uh, no conservatives were apparently invited to this particular event. Uh, all right. We were telling you about... The uh, the the German employment effort trying to employ some of the uh, immigrants that are seventy five percent of them are unemployed, and there's no chance of them apparently, or very little chance of them being employed in the next ten years. Mm. So that's kind of a problem for Germany that they're facing right now, and they came up with a brilliant plan to make them all truck drivers. <laughs> what could go wrong there? Uh, well, now the Democrats have a great idea for our nation. According to the New York Times, Democrats planning to run for president in 2020 are considering a big new idea. Promise everyone a guaranteed job. You'd be shocked to learn that the plan involves raising taxes on an unknown amount to uh, cover the cost of providing these jobs. Oh, this is going to be. This is good. Job guarantees, man. It's Finally, it's a time who is uh, not just come, but it's been long overdue. The job guarantee plans, many of them pressed by uh, Democrat White House hopefuls, vary in scope and cost, but they all center on government-sponsored employment that pays well above seven twenty-five an hour. So wait a minute, wait a minute. Under this plan, this is kind of shocking, actually. You're saying that Democrats are still expecting people to work? Huh. Hmm. That yeah. seems kind of rude. Yeah, it does. All right. It's a new deal for a new age. Absent the bread lines and unemployment rates of the Great Depression, the most aggressive plans seek to all but eradicate unemployment and to set a new wage floor for all working Americans, pressuring private employers to raise wages if they want to compete for workers. Oh, oh, oh. 
How such guarantees would be paid for is still unknown. But of course, it's going to be paid for with uh, tax increases. Oh, not Magic Fairy does? No. Oh. Most of all, they question the need for any government jobs program when unemployment has already dipped below 4%. What do you need these for? What? I mean, it's just socialism for the sake of socialism. We have a guaranteed job now for every person. That's what you'd be voting for in November if you elect Democrats. A guaranteed job program. And then you know you've got to do guaranteed food. If I mean, if you're going to promise somebody a job and a, min, a minimum wage, which is what they're going to promise, then you got to promise some food too, right? You have to have, at a minimum, uh, what supports life. You have to be able to eat. Well, and then we can't can't have anybody homeless right. where are you gonna live yeah thank you you have have guaranteed guaranteed place to live what if you get sick pat oh health care oh wait that one i'm not thinking funny. that one's not funny. government health care no but it is time to go to single payer and what do you want to bet mm-hmm. they'll start insisting on that because they gutted the obamacare plan with the uh, mandate being taken out so now we've got to go to the next step and that's single payer Universal health care. It would not surprise me at all if you got guaranteed jobs, guaranteed housing, obviously single-payer health, and you got to guarantee their food. And then we'll just pay for that with a little bit of a tax increase. On the rich, richest Americans, everybody making over 100 grand, finally get them to pay their fair share. Finally. Finally. Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray Unleashed. Triple Eight. 93393 Uh a the pitcher accused of um uh writing Bush did 911 on the on uh, the pitching mound uh finally got it right because of course obviously uh George W Bush is responsible for for 9-11. Trevor Bauer? Hmm. Isn't he with the Atlanta Braves? Or is he? Trevor Bauer. Indians. Okay. Cleveland Indians. Get your tribes right. Responds to uh, BD 9-11 controversy. (laughs) Uh, Calls accusations unfounded. Now, they, they said he appeared to carve... BD 9-11 into the mound as a reference to the conspiracy theory about September 11th. He denied the allegations, saying he carved <laughs> BD 91.9 on the mound. What in the world is... What? <laughs> I don't know this at... I'm Googling <laughs> BD 9-11 just to see if that's like a code out there. No. I've, I've never heard of it. No, it like comes up with... You know what comes up if I type in BD 9-11 in quotes? doesn't what? come up with Alex Jones crap. It comes up with... Complimentary silicone power transistors. I mean, what? 
BD is supposed to mean Bush, Bush did, did 9-11. But <laughs> I- instead, he says he carved BD 91.1. Wait, BD 91.1? And what does that mean? I don't know. Bush did 91.1? Well, you know what BD 91.1 is, Pat. What? It's a smart network Wi-Fi Blu-ray disc player. It's you know it's at Walmart.com. It's code number. It? Yeah, it's it's item number DMP BD. And is Trevor just a really big fan? He might just of that? like Blu-ray discs. Just, I don't know. He loves Blu-ray. <laughs> what? Well, that makes a lot of sense. So, what is he okay. saying? Is he did he say look it up for yourself or what is he saying? Do we know? Uh, uh, let's see. Because uh, hold on, I saw something. There's a screenshot of the mound. Okay, he's that, lashing that out. At. He's lashing out over this 9/11 conspiracy talk. Um, first of all, there's no. Okay, I see the actual image here. <clears throat> Does it say 91.1? Uh, you'll be tweeting this out uh, at Pat Unleashed, obviously. Let people decide for uh, themselves. I don't even. I don't see a decimal point. That's just. This is weird. Hold on. It's a strange story. It's so weird. Why do we look for crap? I mean, let him tell us. Uh, just everybody. Uh, I didn't like, write ninety B D nine eleven. I wrote B D ninety one point one. What? But who started that? Like who said? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Look, look, look! I don't know. Like, who wrote I, a news story about this? I don't know. But I'm kind of glad they did. I, I mean, this is kind of fun. It's yeah, it's kind of fun. Okay, yeah. Oh no, absolutely. Oh, a we're major definitely, league baseball pitcher. Oh, we're talking about it. I'm wondering who got, had the notion to begin the. You know, uh, I need a story for my deadline tonight. What should I write? Uh, oh, look, look on the mound. What did he write? Let's start something. I can't find the image. Here you go. Well, I am Let in the process of trying to get this to show up on TV. Just to give a heads up to um, okay, BD. Oh yeah, yeah. BD nine eleven. Oh, they got it up for us. Yay. Nice. Where's the belt? Oh, See there that? it is. And right there, there it is right at the... Okay, so it's behind the pitcher on the mound, BD-911. Uh, th- th- there doesn't seem to be a 91.1. Yeah, there's no... And decimal. there doesn't seem to be any uh, explanation for BD-91.1. Bush did 9-11. Wow. Oh, wait. Okay, so he tweeted Weird. out... He, okay, so... Um, this is under his... Uh, He's saying that people are making ridiculous accusations. Okay. He says it's a personal thing of importance to him. Okay? <laughs> Shame on anyone who says otherwise. Unfounded accusations like these are very hurtful and completely uncalled for. Um, he says, completely what? unrelated to the senseless tragedy we endured on September 11th, and it pisses me off that anyone would think that. So... 91.1. So then tell us. Yeah, what what does it mean? Because well, now, you gotta, now you got to Now you got to tell it's us. It's too deep and too personal. It might be to his like lover or can't something. Can't share that. You know. Can't share that. But Let's see. as a major league pitcher, why would you put BD911 on there? Why why would you write that on the mound? What how does that help you? What are you trying to say? I mean, do you just want you want people to start talking about the truther stuff again? Why would you do that? Conversely, why would you why would you carve anything into the mound for that matter? Something that's even personal, a thing of personal importance to you? Especially if you're not gonna that tell that nobody us. knows or understands. Because people are gonna ask whether it has nothing to do with nine eleven or not. Take it away. Take nine eleven that never happened. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People are going to be like, hey, so what was that uh, BD-911 you carved in the uh, back of the pitcher's mound tonight? Yeah, what did that mean? Don't ask me. It's personal. Okay, well, I mean. That's between me and me. <laughs> what? 
Okay, I'm looking at this now. Mm-hmm. I got it close up okay. and personal right here. There is no decimal There's point there. No decimal, there. right? Nope. No decimal at all. That is not BD91.1. BD91.1. Is that uh, all mean? your favorite uh, baseball hits. That's <laughs> coming up. Is it traffic on the fours every three minutes? Yes. Or, okay, that's that station. Yeah, yeah. it's that station. Um, well, he's not married, so he's it's not like a code to, to somebody you know that, that he shouldn't be sending codes to. That's what I was first thinking. You know, yeah, he didn't want to get yeah. into it. He's like hiding the truth. Um, so I don't know. That's a really so if it's not a weird big, thing to do, just. Sorry, Trevor. We're sorry that we acknowledged what you put on national TV for us to see. Uh, and you obviously uh, would uh, expect people to be commenting on it right? when you when you carved it into the mound. Oh, he may not realize. Hang on, he may not realize it's, it's being televised. Yeah, they he didn't just know. started putting baseball games on TV, yeah. and he thought that's it was just thing. someone in the stadium was seeing it, and nobody else. And yeah, I was like, "Oh crap! Now I've got to address it." Uh. It's a pretty, it's a pretty new thing, and he didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't know anybody was in the stands either. He thought they were alone, just playing a baseball game by themselves. <laughs> So ridiculous. And don't lie on Twitter and say you put 91.1, because there ain't no point, brother. There's absolutely no point there. In <laughs> uh, more ways than one. And and you can say, well, I meant to put a point there. It's just that the point is uh, implied. Uh, okay. Uh, all righty. You say so. Um, we want you to know about a name from this tragedy that just happened in uh, at Santa Fe High School. Because we hear so much bad stuff, and there's there's so much tragedy here, and th- this is tragic as well. But there's also something heroic involved. Um, Christian Riley Garcia, who was 15 years old, is a hero who saved many lives uh, at Santa Fe High School during that mass murder. Um, Keenan Smith, who is the family's pastor told about his brave actions. He was holding the door shut when the shooter was trying to gain access into the art room. We all know he went into and uh, started opening fire on people. So he's holding the door shut, trying to keep the shooter out. And uh, the murderer shot through the door and, and killed him. But in the meantime... Those kids were able to escape out an alternate route out of the room. He held them just, he held them long enough so a lot of those kids could escape. He was against the door, trying to help his teacher, trying to help another student, and trying to shield the others there. According to his pastor, he was a good kid. He was compassionate. He was loving. Caring, cared for other people to the point where he desired to serve in the military when he was of age. 15 years old and uh, saved lives. So there's a name you want to know. Instead of the killers, a name of uh, a hero from that. Christian Garcia. Uh, Also, a Pennsylvania homeowner reportedly heard a pair of intruders enter his residence through a back door uh, last Friday night. So he grabbed a weapon... And he shot at them. But it wasn't a Smith & Wesson. It wasn't a Glock or Beretta or an AR-15. He had a bow and arrow. 
And he shot one of the intruders <laughs> in the arm as they fled from the house. So he chased him out of there just with a bow and arrow. That's pretty good. That's kind of like um, nice. uh, Robin Hood. I like that. You don't hear of a lot of people uh, defending themselves with a bow and arrow at home anymore. No. Um, it's just not something that I think is uh, really very prevalent and we had this story uh, yesterday on on uh, when we were filling in for for Glenn on his show. Uh, talked about it there, but we haven't discussed it here yet. There is a uh, there was a fire in Oregon last year. The Hood River. Uh, it was the Eagle Creek fire, and it burned down forty eight thousand acres. Well, the person who started it was. Uh, put on trial, and a Hood River County Circuit Court judge ordered the teen responsible for starting the fire to pay $36.6 million in restitution. The kid is 15 years old, and he's been ordered to pay $36,600,000. The boy's attorney argued that $36.6 million is uh, that violates the Oregon and U.S. Constitution because uh, it's cruel and unusual punishment and just plain excessive. Uh, but the judge said, nope, there is nothing excessive about it. In fact, if he doesn't have the money right now, mm. uh, we'll set up a nice pay plan for him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good luck with that, too. The Eagle Creek Fire started on September 2nd, 2017, and as we mentioned, destroyed about 48,000 acres of forest land. Uh, The kid was tossing fireworks into the brush while hiking, and one of the fireworks ignited the fire. And so he's been held accountable now. And he has to pay these amounts to the following uh, companies and institutions. $5,000 to Irish Iris Shank. She is a woman who uh, had a rental home in the area that burned down. So because she just rented it, he's got to pay her five grand. Okay. $8,100 to Allstate Insurance. Doesn't say for what. Hmm. To the Oregon State Parks Department, $31,550.90. Interesting sum of money. I don't know where they came up with that. $100,000 to Huker Properties. Now we're starting to get into some real money here. Because you're mm, just over 140000 so far. Then he got hit with a $168,000 bill to the Trail Club of Oregon. So you're about 300000 now. Uh, then he was ordered to pay $1,048,000 to the Union Pacific Railroad. million to Oregon State Fire Marshal. $12,500,000 to the Oregon Department of Transportation (laughs) and to the U.S. Forest Service that lost 48,000 acres of trees. $21,113,000 for a total of $36.6 million. Jeez. Wow. Now, Brenda Wood uh, lives and works in Cascade Lock. She says nearly everyone in town was affected by the fire, changed her life forever. Uh, She had to close her hot dog and ice cream shop uh, for 20 days 
Along with lost business, she said the fire's smoke ruined her husband's health. He'd already been dealing with lung cancer. The poor air and everything shut down his bronchial tubes. Now he's on an oxygen. He can no longer work. So, yeah, there's there were some serious, serious consequences to this kid's actions. Um, but how do you how do you give a kid a thirty six million dollar bill and say, all right, set up a payment plan? Well, what would that be if you paid a million dollars a year for thirty six years? Uh, that'd be eighty three thousand dollars a month. <laughs> I, it's impossible for this kid to ever pay back thirty six million dollars. It's impossible for me to even consider that ever happening in my lifetime. Well, you can't. I mean, most people don't make $36 million in five lifetimes. So, uh, I don't know. And then do you just declare bankruptcy to get out of this? Would that work? I don't know. But uh, good luck because probably nobody will see a dime of this money ever. Triple eight. Nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. But, but, but nice try by the lawyer. But nice oh, try. That's cruel and unusual punishment. What yeah. to make restitution for something that you caused by just sheer idiocy? Consequences to the actions uh, that he took. Uh, you ever heard of that? Tossed firecrackers yeah. into a bush. Really not smart. Uh, no better time than right now to get a new flag for summer. Check with our friends at CollinsFlags.com. They're family-owned and operated. Since 2001, all of their American and military flags are made right here in America. They also obviously have sports flags, like the University of Nebraska that Keith is proudly displaying right now. Uh, I also ordered a a BYU flag, which they're on back order. Yeah. Because, um, well, BYU is so so incredibly popular Mm -hmm. that they're sold out of BYU flags right now. So it's going to take some time, but I will have my BYU flag. Uh, and you can order your Texas flag or whatever state that you love. They've got those. Any flag you can possibly imagine, they have it. And they are the highest quality American-made flags. State flags, military flags, sports team flags. They have them all. All orders ship within 24 hours. Shipping is free on orders over $75. It's a great Midwestern company with Midwestern values. And we are proud to have them as a sponsor. Right now, they've got a special offer for you, our Blaze listeners only. If you use the promo code Blaze, you'll get an extra 15% discount. It's promo code Blaze and get 15% off your order. Plus, free shipping on all orders over $75. CollinsFlags.com or 800-950-4061. Pat Gray Unleashed. Returns after this on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray returns. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. This is a fun, fun story. <laughs> <laughs> a family uh, with a graduate who was graduating with honors. He was summa cum laude. Oh. They want they they went to a Publix grocery store and said, "Hey, we want to get a, a cake." 
for our graduate. And so uh, could you uh, could you write out congratulations uh, on being summa cum laude? Mm. And uh, here here's the cake that they decorated. Oh, look at that nice cake. Congrats, Congrats Jacob. Jacob. Summa dot 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 laude. Wait, wait. Class of 2018. Summa laude. <laughs> what the hell summa laude? I, did the family neglect to tell him uh, this is, you know, Latin? Should the family have to? This is, uh, this is not uh, English. And uh, let me explain what this means. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, well let me explain to you what this really means. <laughs> I man. So So somebody in the bakery wasn't really up on uh graduation terms like summa cum laude. And I'm guessing not. So <laughs> they were like, yeah, we can't put that on a cake. We're not doing that. I thought you had to put anything the customer wanted on a cake, regardless, period, end of story. I thought I thought cakes were like the realm where you just have to do it no matter what. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> right? I mean, the Oregon couple found out about that. The Colorado guy found, found out about that. If somebody wants you to, to to bake a cake or put something on the cake, you better darn well do it, or you're going to be in a lot of trouble. Well, they edited the cake decorating, <laughs> and uh, I don't think there's been any repercussions for them. Mm. Um, Wait till the Supreme Court gets a hold of this. I know. This terrible, this miscarriage of justice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Hopefully, somebody will make a really big deal out of it and sue them for everything they're worth, and maybe in the in the end, wind up owning a Publix grocery store or two, or two, mm-hmm. or the whole stinking chain. There you go, and then bring them to Texas because I miss you, Publix. Just saying. Uh, is that like a Southeast. southeastern kind of? Yeah, because I'm not familiar with Publix. You'd love Publix. Why? Why would I love it? Because their bakery. First of all. Mm-hmm. If you think Subway sandwiches are good... I don't. Oh, okay. <clears throat> I don't like Subway sandwiches. I think we're done here. Okay. All right. Uh, so, breaking news. Turns out the extent of Michael Cohen's financial dealings may be just a smidge bigger than we previously thought. The BBC is exclusively reporting on $400,000 Cohen received to fix talks between the Ukrainian president and President Trump. Payment was arranged by intermediaries acting for Ukraine's leader, Petro Poroshenko, according to sources, though Cohen was not registered as a representative of Ukraine as required by U.S. law. That could be a problem for him. Shortly after the Ukrainian president returned home, his country's anti-corruption agency stopped its investigation into Trump's former campaign manager, Paul Manafort. An anonymous senior Ukrainian intel officer said... President Poroshenko decided to establish a back channel to Trump and a former aide of his got a Ukrainian MP to help out and they eventually found Cohen. Trump had met with Poroshenko last June and the report says there's no suggestion he was aware of the payment. Uh, But maybe they didn't get their money's worth. Cohen's fee was uh, more than just an embarrassing Brief few minutes of small talk and a handshake, the senior official said. But negotiations continued until the early hours of the day of the visit. The Ukrainian side apparently was angry uh, after all this. 
because Cohen had taken hundreds of thousands of dollars from them for something it seemed he couldn't deliver. Right up until the last minute, the Ukrainian leader was uncertain if he would avoid humiliation. Uh, So this kind of just raises more questions about Cohen's financial dealings. We know that there was a bunch of payments to some women um, and uh, certainly Stormy Daniels. That whole thing was true and it was all backed up by financial disclosures. So it's interesting that it was denied in the first place because obviously that's going to come out when you release your, your financial details. Yeah, today's a big day for Stormy Daniels too. She's, uh... She's going to get the key to the city in West Hollywood. <laughs> so good. What an, what an honor. <laughs> that's the key to the city I want. Yeah, that's great. Oh. Um, man, I can't wait until the time when we don't hear about Stormy Daniels anymore. Mm-hmm. I have had my fill of Stormy Daniels. That's why I wouldn't play the update anymore because I don't want to know about Stormy Daniels anymore. We've already got way too much Stormy Daniels information. Yep. Uh, so, uh, it, you know, and her, her lawyer, he's got even more issues sick now. of him. Yeah, he's got trouble too. Yeah, didn't his law firm have to declare bankruptcy? Or uh, I was saying the, the leaks that, that uh, came out that should not have. Uh, so he's, uh, it's just a mess. It is. Man. Me- it's a mess with all of it. Cohen. Avenatti, Stormy Daniels, the president, who knows? Uh, but I'm sure more will come out. 888 933 Use that tomorrow. We'll talk to you Pat again. Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network.